Simpsons Index, an online spreadsheet that is also a podcast. This is the podcast. Coming to you out of SideQuest Studios, this is The Simpsons Index, episode 216. Hello out there, I'm your host, Elliot J. O'Neill, and joining me in SideQuest mm-hmm. Studios is BT Calloway. Keep it going, keep it going, keep it going, full steam. And Jordan Frost. Hi. Oh, sorry, i got to work on my timing. <laughs> Jordan Frost. Hey, how's it going, Elliot? <laughs> That's good. We'll split the difference in post. No, yeah. we won't. No, we won't. Yeah, all coming to you from the same room for mm. once. Fucking the Wasteland Band is back together. <laughs> yes. Desperate times call for desperate measures. Oh, oh, and these are desperate times. See, audience. Oh, of course, this is a podcast where we watch and review the episodes of The Simpsons, except each one comes from a different decade. And, you know, at this stage in the podcast, we're running out of episodes, quite mm. frankly. So in that, there have been a lot of episodes that have been having to be pushed back because people do not want to fucking touch them. And despite me reaching out to multiple people already to cover certain episodes of Mm -hmm. the show, people have rightfully said, no, thanks, wouldn't touch that, even with a 40-foot podcast poll. Yep. Mm. But who else better fit? found a 50-foot pole. (laughs) That's impossible. They can't go above 44 feet. They've tried. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's been, I'll, I'll send you the YouTube link later. It's uh, they lose structure it's really interesting. Ability or? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It just, it just starts snapping at that point. Yeah, the weight is... The there tip. you go. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why no one would do it. Yeah. yeah. Don't have a pole long enough. No. Yeah. <laughs> then there's me, who <laughs> revels to wallow in the filth and the trash. Yes. Yeah. That's where you, you shine that signal, that and garbage signal in the sky, and, and I come running. Just known for his long pole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is blatantly false and well false advertising and i will not hear of it (laughs) well yeah the theme of this today's episode is just (laughs) episodes for one reason or another that are just so completely brutal and potentially traumatic to you know the people that would be better suited to review them but you know in that spirit no one is better suited to review mm. awful Simpsons than the Wasteland We band. survive the Wasteland. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We can survive anything. Yeah, so not a traditional Wasteland episode, but mm. certainly in spirit it is. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, I mean, they do say what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And a lot of times that's just something that they say to make you feel try and make you feel better when you know you've lost an arm Uh, or something like that but i think what uh, yeah it's gonna make me stranger i think (laughs) by the end of tonight i will go full fucking joker mode (laughs) we live in a society yes (laughs) anyway so kicking it off is season 27 episode one every man's dream first released in whoa okay sorry i didn't realize that was what it's called and that is fucked up that, yeah. that is that's what it's called okay sorry continue yeah it's such a nondescript title but oh my god when you've seen the episode and you hear that after the fact it's mm. like holy shit Substrat is really okay Ho- holy shit indeed mm. first release september of 2015 directed by matthew nastark written by j stewart burns in this episode homer all of a sudden has narcolepsy And him and Marge go through a trial separation and Homer and Marge both start dating new people. Homer Mm -hmm. and Marge start dating the daughter and father of people respectively. And then they do like fucking It was all a dream. Three. It was all all a dream dream fake outs. Uh, Do you count four if you count the like the girls reference at the end? I just fucking lose count. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. (laughs) 
I think that's sort of like a three and a half, maybe. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's a foregone conclusion given, you know, my preamble on this podcast. But the first question is always the same. Hey, what did we think? Well, Elliot, I was tempted on this one to podcast while lying on the floor. <laughs> because that was how I felt. Yeah. Uh, however, I thought, no, where the Simpsons have put forth no effort, for our listeners, I will put forth the effort of sitting up and critiquing this properly in our true manner. There is a strange thread through this episode that uh, I do not like. Mm. And yeah, there's several different moments where I'm like, oh, this is another reason that this is bad. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we sort of flit between uncomfortable moments. Look, yeah, let's, let's be entirely fair to this episode as we can. We watched this under ideal conditions. We were a couple of, a couple of mates hanging out with a few beers <laughs> watching Dead Silence the entire time. Yeah, right. Not, a, not even a... Huh. Well, a variant on that. I think there was a... <laughs> like oh, uh, there was of, <laughs> like when something happened you there could was a hear question marks yeah and there was like a hmm interesting choice yeah well, let's see where they go with it so yeah this episode fills the criteria of the reason people wouldn't want to review this one is not only is it yet another fucking homer marge problems episode mm -hmm. but they've taken it to a fucking new level with actually separating them and exploring yep. that and mm. just whiffed it oh man like at best this is boring yeah at best yeah at its worst it is very very bad <laughs> yeah at its worst homer has had sex with another woman now and trial separation and yeah. uh i mean that should have been the trigger to the dream thing right well, that was yeah like, i thought, I thought I there was like, gonna be a line so, like, so stupid that i didn't think that wakes, oh it's a dream I, he wakes up in her bed covered in her glitter and i thought okay it's gonna be like oh you just ate donuts and passed out or something but then you know we smash cut to him hanging out with her friends like okay this is this is a relationship and then it was like What's going on here? We're not going to retcon the uh, banging this random woman? No. No. Okay. 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 Well, let's hook into it. BT, for better or worse, do you have a moment that stands out to you? I'm going to find the best joke I had in this, which was uh, <laughs> Homer's talking about hanging out with this random girl's friends. I don't even know what her fucking name is. And he just has a line of like, uh, no one has any problems, but they always talk about them, which mm. like almost got a laugh out of me. But it was also at the same time very much that our kids these days kind of... Yeah. It felt like some very punch-down millennial humour. Was that, um, was that... I'm trying to figure out if it was undercut or sort of just lengthened by, like, Lenny saying, isn't that what you're doing now? Like... Just yeah. Fuck, yeah. No, nothing. That's the other thing. <laughs> this episode is so fucking rushed. There is not a second for anything to land. Yeah, it was sort of like... We've accused Simpsons episode of the past of making, like, giant leaps in plot or exposition yeah. or, or something. This one sort of... It progressed, but it was just the way it progressed was yeah. so strange that you're like, really? Oh. Well, yeah. yeah, it comes back to, you know, the whole Homer sleeping with the girl thing. It wasn't explicitly stated that they had sex. And I think they did that so that they could cover their ass later when mm. they did, again, just cop it out with fucking, it was all a dream. Like with, three fucking times. And yeah. I, and, I mean, do we have to explain it? Like, I feel like anyone listening to this or anyone who has any interest in writings knows that's the fucking laziest hackiest thing you can do yeah when well, it, when like was it dallas that did yeah. it in like the 80s 
Well, they did that it, was like, whoa. They did cool. it to retcon unpopular decisions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Um, like a whole season's worth. Yeah, yeah, because they killed a, a favorite character, and they were like, and they got a lot of backlash on that. Yeah. Like, okay, I will undo it. Uh, it was a dream. Yeah, but that was but like over has, forty years ago. I, I yeah. would say at least. And this has no point. No one having the dream then has the realization of anything important. Mm. Like, I get kind of lost because it, it does the dream sequence like three times, but it ends up being it was all Marge's dream but they're in therapy anyway. So it's like, has anyone learned anything? I think, Have I th- we gotten anywhere? I hmm. think what they were trying to say is, Marge has a dream of Homer having a dream of Homer having a dream. And that means like, whoa, I've got some unresolved feelings about our marriage. So let's go to couple counseling as a result. It's I just guess. that they visit the couple counselor that they go to then, in the dream, stream, stream. Yeah, yeah. but even then the res- okay. resolution of that is, I need you to be good for a month. And it's that's, like, that's not, a, that's wow, a band-aid. I just, sake. yeah, for... Marge just said it a million times. I just feel so sorry for Marge. She's in such an awful, Mm. abusive relationship. And like her standards are just like, please, I just I just need to be good for like a month. A month. And then, you know, that'll prove in quotes that, you know, everything's all right and everything's back to normal. Like normal is that'll set us up to get back to zero next episode. (laughs) Oh, it's just I feel bad for her. She's and Many just to them. put a more sour taste on this episode, playing the therapist in this episode was Laura Ingram. Who's that? And that sounds familiar. Uh, one of the names that you happily forget from the Trump era. Oh, yeah. She is just one of the biggest propaganda oh. uh, Fox News fuckwits from yeah. that era. Yeah, right. She was just right wing political pundit. No reason that it had to be her for this episode, but yeah. they gave her a paycheck because... Yeah, so, what, what year was this? What season? I missed... I wasn't paying attention. Uh, <laughs> season 27, uh, 2015. That so that's... Had. Okay, so that is pre-Trump. pre-Trump. Was she working for Fox at the time? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, maybe I mean, it was just she a was cross, in the building. cross-promotion. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I guess one of the things I did have was, oh, Marge has changed her relationship status, and I was like, no one does that anymore. What, yeah. what year was this release? <laughs> that was actually one of my notes. 2015. Like, well, was like, yeah, maybe, he makes that maybe. reference like, it's complicated. I'm like, okay, maybe in Facebook on 2008. Yeah. And then yeah. he also says like, oh, she's going to have to change her checks. And I'm like, when is this? <laughs> yeah. When? Uh, like, that was my note because with like, my dad still uses checks and yeah. we've been fucking laughing at him for the last decade because yeah, yeah. he fucking uses checks. Yeah. I didn't think anyone even took them. Any. Like, if someone hands you a check at work, you'd be like, what, what, what do I do with this? It's just like a bank transfer, but just on paper that you can lose. Yeah, um, exactly. Which is real useful. Um, How about you, Jordan? What stands out to you from this episode for better or worse? worse? The thing that stood out is the thing because it made me look away from the episode and do like a few minutes of Googling to be like, is that a Death of a Salesman reference? <laughs> oh. Is that what you were doing? Oh, there goes like the winner of the Saddest Man in the Bar Award. Yeah. And then a guy with a briefcase walks out. I'm like, that Death of a Salesman? Who is that supposed to be? Like, like, I mean, who do they think is the audience for The Simpsons these days? Because I know that they definitely have not probably read or watched Man, Death of the Salesman. This wasn't anyway. ri- This was written by no one. Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's accept so, it. So yeah, I, I mean, think, it I says J. Stewart that... Burns, but <laughs> you rearrange the letters and it says no Look, one. Look, I'm pretty <laughs> sure J. Stewart Burns is a box of fortune cookies, and you crack each one open, you get lines of dialogue, and they just piece yeah. it together. It's so sort of, like remember that time we sort of we went away and we tried to repiece 
the flower shop scene together yeah. to make more sense because the lines are so non sequitur. It's like maybe yeah. if we rearrange them, it'll work better. It it's didn't. like that. It's like a big jar of like lines of script. But yeah, no, I think that stood out because it was like it made me go, oh, I'm think I'm going to use my brain for a second and try and figure out if that's what that was. And then the rest is just this sort of like gray mumbly like yeah for something that's doing something so potentially shocking as having <laughs> yeah. homer yes. and marge start dating other people it just floundered meandered <sighs> and waded through mud actually mm-hmm. no I, th- I think about it has homer had sex with anyone other than marge uh not that we know of because like in the dream she does say she's pregnant and you led to assume that it's his yeah. He doesn't say, but we've not made Whoopi. Yeah. Uh. So, yeah, I was trying to think, is, you know, combined knowledge if we can remember him having sex with anyone else. No, and there was that flashback episode where the woman he thought was his first kiss turned out to be Marge. Yeah. What? Oh, God, uh, I'm glad yeah. I haven't seen that. That sounds like terrible. <laughs> I hated it more in memory, but in, in the rewatch for the episode, it wasn't too bad. Yeah, okay. it's fine. There's some good jokes. Mm. Like Homer trying to come up with a pseudonym for himself and comes up with uh, Elvis Jagger Abdul-Jabbar. That still makes me laugh a lot. <laughs> yeah. But Did you put yeah, goggles that's... on? Huh? Did you put goggles on for that? Yeah, like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar always used to play goggles when he's playing basketball. Oh, no, but he did put an eye patch on. Why okay. would you make basketball references in this crowd? <laughs> I Look, I've got to be the cool one in the room True. sometimes. <laughs> you know, like, that's, I mean, like, oh, hey, look, guys, our downloads worry. are going up. Yeah, don't worry, guys. Like, pub trivia, I got all the sports yeah. questions. Don't worry. I got and he's it. known for his long pole. Again, <laughs> stop spreading lies. Why are you doing this? Just, just some free advertising. Anyway, Elliot, what did you like for better or worse? Yeah, well, I'll, last thing I'll say on that. Yeah, saddest man in the bar is like, I'd love to dissect why that's not funny, and mm. happiest man in Springfield is. Mm, um, yeah, you know, he's talking about Ned friends, but thanks for listening. Mm, 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 oh mm. God, what does stand out to me? Uh yeah, Jesus Christ. I'm just looking at my notes and it's just so oh, man, it's fucking depressing. Buckshot wild mess of notes on this one. Yeah, look, once again, an itchy and scratchy cartoon. It sort of started up. Okay, great. It's going to do the whole itchy and scratchy thing relating to the episode and we get a funny cartoon out of it. But it just starts up scratchy. He's getting divorced and then mm, and yeah. then it just turns into itchy murdering him and turning into a guac bowl. And it's like... Oh, this is and so he uses his tongue as a coaster, which would be a horrible coaster because it's already wet. Mm, and mm. it's going to stain the wood of your cough. What are you doing, you fucking idiot mouse? The, the other thing is how lonely Scratchy must have been mm. to accept an offer to come to poker night at Itchy's when you know he's going to murder you. He just yeah. wants to feel something. Even like, if it's yeah, agony. he's so numb. Number than that Linkin Park <laughs> song. Hashtag <laughs> relatable. Yeah. <laughs> But no, I mean, it's, and I feel like Itchy and Scratchy cartoons probably follow that same formula. You know, they started out being related to the episode and then Itchy kills the cat. Haha, ha, we all have a good time. But this one, I don't know. It just went to such an unrelated place that like it ended up being a metaphor for the entire episode. It Yeah. And there's no like conclusion. Oh no, it's the pigeons. They start pecking his yeah, eyes and yeah. like, all right, let's move on. We got more places to be. You guys remember those pigeons, right? Oh, they're famous in the Simpsons. Oh, we're moving on now. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I, another thing that really stood out to me is just the kind of disconnect between with Marge's this is the final straw. Like, I really feel like The Simpsons needed to have something way more egregious uh, from Homer's side. It was to do. such a stretch because it was, you know, oh, he's got narcolepsy. And then okay, even the structure of an episode, this is bad because it goes from a scene at him at the pharmacist falling asleep while waiting in line 
because he's bored, but also the line's going to take two hours anyway. Smash cut, he gets back home, and Marge's like, ah, oh, you've been at Moe's. Like, no, he was just at the pharmacy. He did have beer on his breath. Yeah, but it was just like, there was no transitional scene between yeah, those two points. It's just, he got bored at yeah. the pharmacy for obvious reasons because it was taking forever. So he took a nap and then he's home. Oh, you've been drinking. I'm gonna. I'm tired of this. Like, this, what? This isn't like an improvement in any stage, but like if they had shown a shot of like him like turning to the person behind me, like, hey, can you hold my place in line? And it turn, like, comes mm. out and it turns mm. out like the pharmacy is across from Moe's and so yeah. he's just gonna like wait in Moe's. Yeah, like, exactly. That, anything to just connect the two yeah. would have made it 1% better. Yeah, exactly. Because from what we're given here, it's just, it's not enough. And like, and I don't feel like they set up Homer's narcolepsy enough. Like, well, it never it's comes just... back, so it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, in all the stuff with his um, new girlfriend, like, he never suffered narcolepsy, uh. and they don't address that. And, like, oh, maybe this new woman is improving that. It's not that either. Like, Because mm. it doesn't matter, because it's a dream. Yeah. And we're not well, even sure when the dream fucking started. Yeah, that's a good point. Does he have narcolepsy? Is that part know. of Marge's dream? It doesn't Ooh. matter, Jordan. Nothing oh, matters. Just in terms of what excellent writing. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Did the top fall over or not? Beach, <laughs> like, oh. Yep. Goddamn. Wackiness. Was this a particularly wacky episode of The Simpsons? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A bit of whack I did like in the very beginning before I started to hate this episode. Homer's station catches fire up. Some guys come in and run it, uh, spray it down with the, the, the fire foam stuff. And he uses the foam as a pillow. I'm like, okay, that's that's not too he bad. He sort of shapes it into a Marge sort of shaped mm. body foam I pillow. I didn't notice that. Man. Oh. Well, like, like because he was saying like, oh, Marge on a Tuesday. Because I thought oh, he right. like shaped it into her hair. Oh, okay. oh, no. I thought that's because the fire was tickling his nose. Uh, yeah. yeah, possibly. Because it was like, you know, it was like cloud shaped and it was long. And so it was just like, oh, it's like Marge's hair. Marge is very cloud like. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the next bit is angelic. Uh, <laughs> holding a big giant sword. <laughs> uh, Bar puts a sphygmonomometer around his neck to, and he starts changing colors. And hey, that's just in case you're getting tired of this dialogue that's rocketing past at 10,000 words a second. Mm. Oh, I kind of blinked and I missed it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm so upset. Yeah, yeah, they were worried you were getting bored, even though we've gone through like four different phases already. Maybe I fell asleep and it was my dream. <laughs> oh, you didn't think him getting a spinal tap yeah. was really funny? You didn't uh, think that was funny? I will just do a quick Jordan McConnell. Just, Jordan! Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's been so long. if <laughs> Dr. Hibbert, that was supposed to be a local anesthetic, mm-hmm. the needle should have gone in the same spot where he was poking him for the spinal tap in the first place, but he does it like up between his shoulder blades, mm-hmm. which is going to do nothing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing I'll say on the wackiness is, you know, we get a drug montage in this episode, yes. which... Fuck me, that had nothing to do with anything. I forgot about that. I mean, stylistically, I was like, okay, what are you going to do with this? And it started out all right. And I did quite like the song Big City by Spaceman 3, apparently. No, it looked fine, but what was the point? It wasn't Homer's finding a new expression of himself through this drug, whatever it is. It's meant to be, a, it's a pharmaceutical drug, so it's fine. Was that curing his nightclubs? It doesn't fucking matter. It's just gone within seconds. Yeah. Well, my main problem with it is, yeah, these montages usually are meant to express tell a story you you know that you don't have time for you've yep. only got 20 minutes so you use a montage to and when it's a drug one take some creative license to mm. be a bit obscure in how you're telling the story but this fucking devolved into more simpsons reference humor just it turned into yeah the tattoos of all fucking uh. Uh, past simpsons shit of the lard lad the space coyote and all that and it was just references i you, <laughs> maybe my one up arrow is one of the cartoon tattoos 
sort of looked like Homsar, which was like <laughs> an in-joke from Homestar Runner. Where oh, it's right. like strong back on an email where like, hey, if you hate Homsar so much, why didn't you kill him? And he's like, you know what? I should. And Homsar just turns out to be some sort of like weird demented version of Homestar, Homestar yeah. that yeah, right. he just drops an anvil on and it looked like Homestar. So I was like, cool. Yeah. That made me think of happier times. <laughs> yep. Back to the shit. Yeah. Yes. All right. And we will talk about the heart right after this. And we are back. And if I sound a little bit different, it's because I'm feeling the effects of a mm. very spicy burger. But Food Index, we just had Big Daddy's Burgers. What do we think? It was burger. Mine was much more burger than I'd bargained for. Mm. Mm. Uh, it was good. It was nice. My bun started falling apart yeah. about three quarters of the way through. So it became a very messy, sort of visceral experience. But uh, overall, Yeah, they're very delightful. much a bun that turns into wet napkin sort of burger joint. Mm. But now we can confirm that all of our opinions from this point onwards are not from the status of being hungry. We mm. can tell you with absolute certainty, this episode is fucking terrible. <laughs> oh, uh, fuck, that's what we're doing here. God uh, damn it. Ah, uh, but Elliot's maybe tainted by his chilly experience. Yeah, he might be having a fever uh, dream. Oh, get ready for some, for some spicy takes. Some, oh, oh. oh, you got there first. Ooh, wait, uh, hold on. We're going to get cancelled for what you say next. <laughs> so, how spicy are we talking here? <laughs> Pie is exactly three. <laughs> Settle down, everybody. All right. Uh, how was the heart of this episode? Did we Keep feel bumps? Why do I only note, literally with a heart, except with a cross through it, was, but what about love? Because, mm. you know, he meets this girl, they get along okay, they're now dating. It's like, but do yeah. you even like her? That was sort of crossing over into wacky for me. Like, what the fuck does she see in Homer at yeah. all? And it's sort of like, what is it? Is he rich? Is he, like, does he remind you of a childhood snowman? Like, Yeah, yeah that's, that's it. it. He's a but snowman like, that I want to yeah. have sex with. I, was that sarcastic? Is that actually literally the only thing? Is what that like a revelation? It's a dream sequence in a dream sequence no, in a dream true. sequence. To give this episode Fuck, as right. much credit as I can, I was waiting like for yeah the reveal for her dad to look exactly like him. I'm glad they didn't go that route. Mm. Oh, boy, yeah. Like, if you want to make anything of it, it's that he Homer is clearly the opposite of her dad. Yeah. Was it that his prescription enabled her to, like, basically use a whole bunch of prescription, in quotes, GHB, which, as I learned, is sometimes a date rape drug, <laughs> oh, uh, which she puts into his drink to, like, hey, let's, like, party, dude. Like, ooh, okay. I was immediately like, that's a little sus. To be fair, she does put one in her own drink. Yeah, but, but like, yeah, it's, like if, you don't puts... know, if you don't know what a drug is going to do and you take it, you don't know what part of what you're feeling is the drugs and which part is you. Yeah, well, the other thing is she puts, like, a plastic-coated tablet mm. In just like a martini glass, like one, if that dissolves, it's going to taste the Simpsons fucking don't know rank. How anything works. <laughs> like they don't know how drugs yeah. work. They don't know how paying for things work. They don't know how people work. They don't know how scripts work. They don't know how plot lines mm. and story arcs and character emotions work. They don't know how guest appearances work. Ah, like, mm. segue perfectly <laughs> into. So, did you guys pick the actor playing uh, Candace Horvath? Was familiar, but no. Wait, Horvath? That sounds really familiar, that name, but uh, no, I didn't pick it. It was Lena Dunham. Who's that? What? Oh, right. Another problematic angle on this episode. I thought that was her and Adam Driver just in the last scene. Adam Driver voiced Adam Sackler in this episode. He was the guy lying in bed with that other girl who had the tattoo. of. Wait, the... and that wasn't Lena Dunham? 
Yes, it was. Oh, okay. So she was both. Okay. Yeah, she was both. So, so was like, that's was... like a girl's reference, obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was going to turn it to you guys. I guess I've gotten the answer from you, Beach. Yep. If either of you had seen girls before. I watched a season and a half, maybe. And I sort of got it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, cool. Like, okay, you get to see Brian Williams' daughter, Trianal, for the first time. Like, that's a new experience for me. Oh. But like... Even in shows where, like, everyone is awful, there's usually at least sort of, like, one person that you sort of like or you're supposed to... And in Girls, I just... None of them are really wonderful people. Out of curiosity, is that the point, though? Yeah, I guess so. Because there are shows like Always Sunny or even Seinfeld where it's meant to be that no one is a good person. Yeah, but I guess in Always Sunny, it's like... They are all amazing, like, improv actors and shit Mm. as well. And, like, yeah, they are all awful, but, like... Their performances are so good and the writing is good. Anyway, but yeah, Girls was just like, you're all just bad for different reasons and I just <laughs> didn't enjoy it. Like, I, I wanted to. I really did want to before I knew about Lena Dunham sort of having some bad opinions on some things. But no, I, I, I didn't get past, like, I think the second season. Yeah, the way it was outlined to me, because, yeah, I haven't seen the show and to be fair, I haven't, but the mm. way it was outlined to me is, yeah, rich girls having rich girl problems and just frankly, I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. and unless they are taking you know awful people being the joke arrested development avenue on it but also from what i'm told it wasn't a comedy it was like a drama and it had comedy elements they're not exactly comparable and so don't like at me well you can't at me you won't be able to find me (laughs) um but like i would rather watch something like i don't know if you've seen broad city yeah yeah or search party for like a sort of more drama Mm. thing like i quite liked search party whereas in terms of like comedy drama like i would rather watch either of those two than girls yeah. yeah. Well, I'm still lost. So if uh, Lena Dunham wants to get on this show and explain to me who you are, uh, open invitation. <laughs> she is very much too good for us. <laughs> is she though, she's, Elliot? Well, I don't know no, who that is. she's too important. Yeah, uh, I would okay. say not not to shit on you or anything, Elliot. But like, she's like Hollywood, I guess. So. Yeah. No, she's got Hollywood uh, rich too girl problems. busy for us grassroots podcasters. Yeah. like Adam the... Adam Driver now is like I know who, he's like I know way up there, right? So I know who Adam Driver. No, but like when he was on Girls, I'm like, who's that guy? Like, oh, he's got a weird face, and <laughs> he's sort of like awkward and gross. And now I'm like, now yeah, like, Adam yeah. Driver. Fuck now it's yeah. All like, yeah, Adam Driver. Yeah, he's got a weird face. Yeah. 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 He should cover it up with a weird black stupid mask. Yeah, and talk like this for some reason. <laughs> and then have a tantrum. Yeah. Anyway, continue. Uh, but also joining, rounding out the guest stars was Jemima Kirk, Zosia, Z-O-S-I-A, Mamet, and Alison Williams, who are all from Girls. Zosia? Okay. I don't know, sorry. <laughs> but I assume that's the... Whoa. The other girls from Girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were playing her the friends. friends. In, yeah. Oh, uh, wait, was Girls Popular in 2015? It must have surely. Well, because that's why I uh, was hoping someone had seen it, at least. Because I was wondering if it was The Simpsons trying to capitalise on this thing. Because Girls was a very much a thing for a while. Remember, very yeah. popular for a while, Been yeah, a for sure. For a little bit, yeah. Yeah, and if there's anything slightly related to this character that Lena Dunham's playing in this episode, but... Yeah, but does it matter? Does it help anything? Well, no, it doesn't. And it comes back to the fucking shitting thing that we always harp on about. You know, yeah. if it does matter, 
then you need to have watched Girls to get it. And it's not like it's a fucking movie. It's an entire, you know, five-season series or something like that. You... I don't care to give this episode enough credit yes, to watch I that shall not. Okay, so apparently Girls was from 2012 to 2017. So this so would have been probably running. like season four, season five or something yeah, like yeah. that. Oh, so Simpsons were behind the ball again. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah no shot I think there, that was where it was sort of like on the downward. But yeah. then again, if it was aired in 2015, it would have been like written in what, 2014? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So probably written at the peak. And that's the heart. So did it feel like an episode of The Simpsons? <gasps> oh, sorry, can I just make one point about the heart? Absolutely. It felt like they wanted to try and tug at your heartstrings when mm. Homer is leaving in the car and packing his suitcases and stuff and he's like bawling and I'm yeah. like you don't give a shit like you don't actually give a shit you only care that something is changing and yeah that was sort of like oh no my life is ruined it's like fuck dude no one cares like yeah and it's on the cut with Bart going oh, what's happening with daddy huh? no I don't care hey everybody my problems are because of my parents mm. hey Flanders can I cry on your shoulder what the fuck is that anyway? I'll get my crying vest come over Barty boy it's like fucking fucking god is that what he fuck. said because I was Something like, like that, he didn't man. say crying dicky did he because I'm like that did. doesn't I think he said crying dicky yeah, don't cover like, your shoulders what is <laughs> what is what is a dicky I mean I only know the flapping dicky I don't know the, yeah. the actual part yeah like the fake shirt and tie thing oh is that what that's called okay. yeah all right fair enough i remember tina face wearing one right fair yeah. okay. or uh the 1980s classic flash dance where she wears one to a dinner for some reason that movie is fucking weird it really is <laughs> don't go back and watch it people it's not or, worth it i'll do if you're on drugs very racist against polish people for no particular reason i don't remember that part i just remember being confused and just confused <laughs> yeah god did it feel like an episode of the simpsons just God, no. This is why we're talking about Flashdance. Because yep. it's fucking stupid. But yes, no, would you watch this episode again? Only to dissect. Only for an autopsy. Yeah, like if it was like a bet or a dare. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Or yeah. if like the world depended on it, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. A yeah. very specific saw yes, trap. I, I definitely would in those so, circumstances, yeah. yes. If you can imagine Billy the Puppet wheels out and says, I want to play a game. <laughs> you have to watch this episode of The Simpsons to live. If you yep. look away... Yeah. I'll cut your fucking hands off. Yeah, then I'll be like, I like my hands more than this half hour of television. Nope. Rip the top half of my jaw off and make it attached to my butt or whatever they do in Saw movies. Let's, <laughs> I'll take that trap. That's that's a fucked up trap, Elliot. <laughs> that's even brutal for me. <laughs> God damn. What the fuck is wrong? Is it all the video games you play? Yeah, and it really is. Especially, yeah, attach the top of your jaw to your butt simulator. <laughs> I thought it was to play yeah. that game. It's supposed warped. to be just a yeah, sort of like a cute little mobile game and it gets yeah. real fucking like real, dark. Real creepy past oh, yeah. The microtransactions are so egregious as well. As yeah, I know. Pay one dollar to shove finger up butt too. We even like <laughs> open the abyss dimension yeah. is like, God, you're going to have it, you pay at least 99 real human dollars. So Jesus Christ. You can't get the proper bad. ending without it. So yeah. yeah. Oh well. Yeah, look, Beach, so often you say especially like, even good episodes, you're like, eh, there's nothing else to gain from a repeat view mm. of this. Yeah, the autopsy dissection or whatever. Yeah. Is so because there is something fascinating about this yeah, episode. It's just so badly put together in every element that reverse engineering a car crash to figure out how you make sure that cars are safer, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, it, the Simpsons may as well have little circles with, you know, yellow and black. Um, yeah, crash checkers. test dummy yeah. checks. Yeah. Exactly. BT, what would you like to change about this one? Everything. Uh, um, what's the point? What are you going for? Circle around an idea, an ideal. If it could not be Marge and Homer are breaking up yet again, because good Lord, if we cross this so much. Homer mm. having narcolepsy is actually kind of funny. 
like you can play on that because he's already kind of a lazy guy so there's something to be blind from that uh stick with that as an idea that's fine but why have this like there's just so nothing here even if you enjoyed this episode somehow it doesn't amount to anything it's a dream within a dream within a dream and we're not even sure when that dream started and it's not even a sneaky peaks kind of dream dream it's (laughs) Mm. just utterly pointless jordan what do you reckon Give me a great idea. Make it more like Inception. Okay. With. Like trying to make Homer a better husband. Yeah. By, by going deep into yeah, his subconscious. Yeah. Like he has to enter the sort of Marge's dream of him having a dream of him having a dream. To be able to like plant the seed of an idea of, hey, Homer, come here. Listen, stop being such a piece of shit all the time. <laughs> and the show ends because like everything mm. is fixed suddenly. Yeah. Because Homer's not a jerk anymore. And so he raises his, his children with a sense of discipline and boundaries yep. and like actually pays attention to them and shit. He mm-hmm. like performs at his job. Yep. He he rises to his potential and everything. Yep. And yep. Yep. and then season 27 finishes on the first episode. The whole show is over and we're, and we're all good. <laughs> so you're saying this was a season opener. Yeah. This is a fucking season opener oh, and they did this. Oh, but yeah. I do need to quickly pitch the title Simception. Um, mm. And now I can move on. And when they did that episode, it was called How I Wet Your Mother. I know, and I would like to not remember that. <laughs> so yeah, I was there for that too. It's Another bad. Wasteland memory. Yeah. Hey, remember the Wasteland? Uh, <laughs> I'm reminding you of it. Memory, hallucination, <laughs> we, sort of... We, we ate yeah. long pig. Vision, I don't know what you call it, yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, God, what would I like to change? Uh, the fact that it exists. I don't know, like... Marge and Homer separating. You need to have a fucking wild instigating incident. And I think there's something to Homer being all like, oh, wow, I've really fucked up bad this time. And like him finding out that Marge is dating someone else or around Mm. or something. And then him going, okay, maybe it's time for me to move on and learn from my mistakes or something. Marge catches wind of that, goes, I'm not having a good time out there. I find myself missing. And that all brings it together. But that's like outlining just a standard divorce plot yeah what exists here is if you're trying to innovate from that standard fucking plot but it's not innovative either because yeah you're just copping out at every fucking turn Mm -hmm. where you couldn't even try to be interesting because you know that everything has to reset to zero by the next episode so there's no stakes either Mm. for starters you know what i would actually give credit to simpsons writers if they had the balls to have Marge and Homer separate for real for like a, a several episode or yeah, whatever arc. For like an arc, yeah. Yeah, you probably couldn't do it a whole season, but yeah, for like half or a quarter season, yeah. that'd be fucking amazing. Yeah, take some risks, because, you bastards. I mean, because this is such a half step in that direction where it's like, yeah, you, we know Homer's not going to fully change, so you have to be good for a month so we can reset to zero and we can pretend like you changed. Like it's, it's a band-aid at best. It does remind me of like a classic era episode that we did recently, which was, yeah, when Lisa's trying to quit the Corey hotline and Marge mm. is just like, make it till midnight and you've got this you thing it forever. And it's like, it's not how it works. Yeah. See, we're critical of the classic era as well. Have you so don't met anybody with addiction? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. All right. I think we are here. It's time for our final notes. Now it's time and now it's time for our final notes. Everyone's final notes. And now we can like... Final notes! <laughs> 
<laughs> harmonize in person without risk of you know zoom delaying yeah, someone yeah. out uh, it, uh oh no no there you go okay three two one no, uh, no. jordan is on zoom by the way he, yes. but he is in the same room we yeah just... it's a it's a pretty good drug zoom uh, <laughs> it's uh everything feels real yeah, a speed. Now slow zoom. yeah uh what you got speed two it's cruise control. control. Yeah. Yeah. What you got, Jordan? You got any final notes? Uh, yes. Bad Beatles puns at the mm. start of album covers and stuff, and they all get hit by a bus and die, except they're all fine. Yeah, that's a good example of modern Simpsons, because them just being Simpsons in classic Beatles album covers, yeah, sure, that's fine for a couch gag. But no, that's not funny enough. Got to have them hit by a bus. And, it's just, and like, oh man, doing? they were so lazy, like flabby road. Mm, yeah, that was funny. one of my first big notes. You don't own fat joke, Simpson. Stop pretending like you're being clever with this shit. Or like rubber pants because Abe is there on the cover. Oh. <laughs> and pants rhymes with soul. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Get it? Old people have bladder issues. Mm-hmm. A question. Why are Jasper an old Jewish guy filling their prescriptions at just like a regular pharmacy don't they like get oh, yeah. them they're at the retirement home yeah do they that get stuff them gets taken care of them because they're at a retirement home and they <gasps> unless that chemist was oh. under the table selling off the top a yeah, bit, well uh, definitely selling sort of like high on their own recreational supply. shit yeah. to people so maybe yeah she'll honor dodgy prescriptions or yeah, yeah. yeah. oh wow look that would have been a plot mm. yeah you know dad what are you doing here doesn't the pharmacy the Retirement castle cover all your needs. Oh well, son, they have these different pills here. Get your wacky high. Yeah. High jinks ensue. Yeah. I win an Oscar. That's for mm. movies. That's it's separate from the Simpsons. That's yeah. Shut up. You know only one person named Oscar has won an Oscar. Huh. Really? Yeah. Anyway, sorry, you were saying Oscar Meyer? Uh yeah, yeah. Best hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> Best hot dog jingle. Yeah. yeah. Usually a, a, an award ceremony for movies, but they had to honor those. Yeah. Yeah. Have you had one? It's so good. Yeah. I was about to say, like, it's sort of weird, right? Because we don't have Oscar Mayer winners in Australia, but no, it's again, like, it's just part it. of the culture yep. that we know that that is a thing. Yeah. Because of The Simpsons, we know the songs for two hot dog brands that don't yeah, exist here. Yeah, true. <laughs> what about Armour? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So come up through my rear and grab yep. me like wow they're really reaching for smithers and burns gay Innuendo jokes now, yeah. yeah so get this there's a giant statue of mr burns and he gets stuck in the arms and well, he it, says to smithers get get this guy come up through my rear and grab me yeah. oh god fucking um, fuck quick question what was the deal with the sort of champagne spit take third act ad break. You know what? I'll actually pay that joke. I didn't mind it. It's just like, oh my God, Marge is here with my date's father. Garçon, champagne. Just Just to do that for a spit take because I feel like it's like, oh God, I need a drink. But then he just gets it for a spit take. I didn't laugh, but (laughs) I'll pay the joke. The concept. Yeah. Uh, I think that's all I want to talk about. <laughs> all right. <laughs> BT, what do you got? got all like, right. Uh, there's a bit where they're all like, uh, babies are always cute. Cut to uh, Maggie being ugly, guys. Huh. Ugly there's bugs. something wrong with her. Yeah. Like, yeah, she's got colic or something because her stomach is so bloated. And it's supposed to be like, oh, she looks like Homer. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, she's definitely got green Ill. stuff yep. all around her. She's, she's like definitely snoring. like vomited or like spitting bile up or something. She's that's not struggling right. struggling to breathe. This yeah. isn't like Just a- like a baby. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what babies sound like. <laughs> uh, there's an extended fantasy sequence of Homer being married to Homer. That was bad. Uh, that dream yeah. sequence. There was no the, joke. The, then it's like another Homer like, but what about our baby? But then the baby I feel expected to look like Homer as well, but it just looked like a regular baby. Your first uh, mistake was thinking. 
Mm. And then there's a Homer Windows, dog in it. Yeah, and then windows that talk. Oh boy, is that a yeah. rough, rough uh, and one. A, counterbalance, uh-huh. a bit I almost like counterbalanced by a part that was just stupid where Homer says something about, oh, you know us, we're kind of like dogs sometimes. And then he passes another man on the way out and they growl at each other. No, he's like, walk with me like I'm the slowest uh, dog ever. And then just all of a sudden, yeah, another young girl, old guy. and the Yeah, old that was bizarre. Guy and Homer start barking at each other. Just to wrap up my final notes, almost the entire second page consists of fuck balls, what is happening? Uh, what the fuck is happening? Fuck. Oh, it was a dream. What the fuck? Fuck balls. Fucky fuck, fuckity fuck. You didn't earn this. And then just... Well, with that, you guys have actually hit on all the notes. Um, I do have one background gag that I did like, which was the big wall of Mr. Burns's owner of the month. Yeah, yeah. Again, I didn't laugh, but it was it's just a nice like little a, bit. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was like a Kathy comic. Yeah. <laughs> Ack. Yeah. All right, it's time to rank this thing <laughs> on the Simpsons Index. We rank using our six-point scale, which starts down the bottom at failure. Maybe if the episode was just, eh, you give it a participant. But for the positive rankings, we got OK Bronze, Good Silver, Excellent Gold, but for the best, of the very best, the ones, the episodes that The Simpsons could not exist without, you give Cubic Zirconia. I'm going to go first, let me show you how it's done. Fail, 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 fail. But, la 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 fail. <laughs> yeah, for the reasons of the last, you know, 40 minutes of conversation. <laughs> Jordan, what do you reckon? Believe it or not, I am sort of between participant and failure because yeah, it was... We, we talk about sort of how much of this will you remember. Uh, I mm. did not get extremely angry, mm. which I'm sort of disappointed mm-hmm. about because, you know, that is m- a lot more fun. Oh, God. Sorry. I'm stalling. I'm stalling. Um, I'm chambered if you want. Yes. Go. Uh, yeah, look, I'm going to give this a straight up failure as well. I agree. It's not one that made me angry. It's one that made me annoyed uh, because even at its best, it's boring and it doesn't even understand the fundamentals of how you structure scenes within a narrative or how characters work or how anything or how comedy works i mean again none of us laughed at this yeah not once Mm. and it didn't hedge on its power of its storytelling it didn't there was no point to any of it no one learned even even you have a dream sequence so someone learns something from that dream and wakes up with a revelation that didn't happen. I don't even know where within the chronology of this episode that dream is supposed to have occurred. So it's just all out, just wash of a minimal amount of effort that we have put more effort into talking about it. It's why yeah. I wanted to lie down. <laughs> but I didn't. And I sat up for you at home. Lie down in the middle of the road. <laughs> um, no, look, I think you're right. I was like, do I want to give this any sort of credit? So yeah, no, I think it is a failure as well. Um, it wasn't funny. Some parts were like, is this how you think the world works? Yeah. <laughs> Eesh. Okay. Well, good luck. All right. Failure, that shit, Elliot. Unanimous failure. We are giving this episode the, the index, index finger. finger. It'll be the fifth episode from season 27 to get the finger. <laughs> It'll Surprise. be joining Paths of Glory, which I think was started out with Lisa the Box car rally i don't know mm. it was bad obviously treehouse of horror xxvi love is in the n2o2arco2nehech4 and to courier with love fuck i, I don't remember any yeah. of these 
Oh, like, well, you may do. remember the love is in the whatever yeah. one, right? That was the Frink. Yeah, the Frink one. Oh, yeah. Um, Paths of Glory was the Lisa trying to find the Springfield first female inventor. Oh, right. That's oh, all over the place. Oh, God. Yeah. That's the one who's actually, like, it killed the man, right? Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the haircut machine. The Treehouse 26 was... Where Sideshow Bob finally kills Bart. Again, and there's again, a Godzilla again. parody, and also they do. Uh, what's that fucking Max Landis movie, The Untouchables? Oh yeah, uh, the kids yeah. who get superpowers. Is that it? Oh, uh, uh, no, Chronicle. 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 Yeah, that's it. Fuck Max Landis as well. And to Courier of Oh, The Simpsons go on a family trip to Paris. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> and the grape guys reappear for uh, shit reasons. Doesn't Homer have like a snake for some reason? Yeah. That he's important. Uh. All right. I'm glad to leave this episode behind. And now we get to move on to the teens era where we're going to review checks notes. Goo Goo Guy Pan. Fucking great. Just everyone out there. He didn't check his notes at all. He just he, knew. He, he, he was lying. Yeah. He's, you fucking lied to we your audience. We bring the truth alien. to the people, man. Can you believe this shit? Oh, I'm wearing. I'm wearing a camera. I'm letting you know. I'm a release the footage. I am a well, camera. yeah, because you're on Zoom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My eyes are fucking cameras. The aperture is fucking huge. Yeah. Just like his pole. Beach. Bring it up. I swear to God, I'll Bring release. I'll release the photo. Bring it up, and you will look like a fool. <laughs> we'll be back. And we are back, and we just reviewed a Teens Era episode. This was Season 16, Episode 12, Goo Goo Guy Pan. First released in March of Ought 5, it was directed by Lance Kramer, written by Dana Gould under the pseudonym of Lawrence Talbot. In this episode. <laughs> there must be a story there. <laughs> oh, there is, and we'll get into it. Dana Gould is just, oh, I'm far too famous to use my real name. <laughs> what the fuck, Dana Gould? <laughs> I'm only contracted to write, at most... 10 episodes per season so much like Stephen King had to release some yeah, episodes right. under a pseudonym yeah. <laughs> in this episode Selma goes through menopause and decides she wants to adopt a child now so they go over to China so she can adopt a baby and well then the episode happens. just happens right in front of your fucking face mm-hmm. hey what do we think fucking sad Elliot yes in the I'm real sad. Mm. I'm just like... Sorry. I stopped writing because I'm just like... You don't need to, really. Mm. It's like I don't want to record this. I don't want like someone to find my book and be like, whoa, what the <laughs> fuck? Yeah, um, it's enough to make you want to just adopt a pseudonym to... <laughs> to avoid yeah, credit. Yeah, like one of the notes I did take was, wow, they just fucking hate China, huh? Like, <laughs> And like, you know, the right. country is perfect. There's a lot of... Problems. problems and you could comment with, on those yeah, problems to yeah, some you degree could, you could but instead what they do is yeah. like hey do your funny chinese accent god yeah, do, do it do it do yeah. it in the camera read this line while you do it mm. ah, that's so good let's put that in an episode all right so um, yeah let's um one thing that does need to be prefaced with this story is where it came from and dana good adopting the pseudonym of lawrence talbot which was the alter ego of the Wolfman, by the way, for oh, nice. <laughs> anyone playing at home. No, it's because Dana Gould and his wife decided to adopt children. Oh. And at the time, they'd 
either adopted their first and were going to adopt their second. They were in the process. They've mm-hmm. adopted three children from China, basically, and have had to go over to China each time. So under the suggestion of uh, someone else pitched it to him, that he writes an episode around this. And because he was in the process and knowing China decided to adopt a pseudonym lest they find out and that information gets back to him and it gets in the way of the adoption process. (laughs) Can I just say, if you're writing an episode for a TV show Mm. and you think that what you've written could potentially interfere with the adoption process that you are currently going through. Yeah. Maybe you don't fucking write that episode. Yeah. Jesus. um, That's a great point, Jordan. I'm going to be hard on that as well. It's like, okay, fair enough. But then surely that indicates some problems that you shouldn't have done this to begin with. It's so weird that this is from the perspective of someone who's gone through this process and visited the country that they've then gone and done this to be... Oh, that's weird. Yeah, look, and I've been putting this episode off because we know the joke. Yeah, podcast, white guys. We've driven that joke into the ground. Yeah, and when it comes to this episode, you don't really need our opinion on this. I'll Mm. just start, like, we're reviewing this purely because we've reviewed every other Simpsons episode. We have to do them all. We will do them all, Mm. and I have asked people to do this episode, and they've flat out refused. (laughs) And I totally, wholeheartedly believe in representation, and especially when it comes to reviewing these sort of episodes with certain topics that maybe people should be best represented and Mm. they're the ones that are speaking on it and the fact is and diana brought it up last time we had her on is when you're asking someone to review an episode like this and they are the target of some of these jokes it's just like you're essentially asking them to relive trauma Mm. and i think it sucks that i couldn't find anyone to review this from uh, um chinese Chinese background but also at the same time the few people that I know from Chinese background, I, I just I don't want to put them through that. <laughs> well, I mean, not that it's right, but mm. there is something sort of, I guess, poetic about the fact that it was definitely written by a bunch of white dudes <laughs> and voice acted by a bunch of white dudes. Yeah. Um, and so it's sort of like we can more critique that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And look, from my standpoint, yeah, I don't want to do this review. I'm purely doing it because we've done every other Must one. Must complete yeah, it's a completionist like, thing. Even... And the people who I want to hear review this episode are Dana Gould's children. Like, <laughs> I really hope when his third child turns 21 and they're all of adult age, I would love to hear what they fucking think of this thing because I can't imagine... It's, this it's is... not going to be comfortable. <laughs> it's just so fucking offensive. Like, you think he's like, goes to like scrubs like any sort of mention or he's like oh no that was what did the pseudonym what, what was it Lawrence Talbot yeah oh that Lawrence oh yeah he oh, was yes. an awful <laughs> awful man we fired him after one episode uh, look even in these problematic episodes I do try and give everything the best angle that it can just in yeah. the interest of fairness like okay I didn't take that joke well but how was it intended the thing is, there's probably a version of this idea that could work if more of their shots were taken at the Chinese government, which is definitely punching up. Yes. But a lot of them dwell in the Chinese people, which are, mm. you know, oppressed. Even trying to put the good light on this, it still feels, it just tastes wrong. It's just got, it leaves a bad feeling in the mouth. So icky. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, the shit before they even go to China wasn't all that bad. Unless that's China. What the fuck was wrong with my brain? <laughs> 
you know, to kick this off for better or worse, what stands out to you, BT? I kind of like the bit where she's talking to the Chinese adoption agency, like, oh, we need the name of your husband. She's like, oh, my husband. Um, have you heard of MacGyver? He goes, oh, yes, very big star. Definitely know him. Definitely know he's not married to you. Yeah. yeah. I like that line. That line mate, tickled me. Yeah. 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 Also, any jokes that work are once again undercut by Hank Azaria. Once again, yeah. like, it feels like he's phoning it in. Like, this mm. is so bad. Like, uh, I feel like, yeah, the, the voice acting and who it was done by, it's just, you can just almost take that as default criticism. We're not, I, I almost feel, don't feel the need to touch on it. You know. Yeah. Uh, the then, other bit I did want to mention in the positive was the Mongol invaders on Pogo Sticks being like, this time we're getting over that wall. Mm. And even the button of, okay, come back on Friday with five fresh ideas. I'm for those jokes. Yeah, it was it was what it was. <laughs> hey, uh, most positive light I can find, Elliot. <laughs> yeah. How do you go, Jordan? What stands out to you from better or worse? Do you think it's sort of, however, it's sort of like at the very start, Mr. Burns's external lungs mm-hmm. are... Mm, those aren't airbags. That's my lungs. ...are incredibly disgusting. He sucks them back yep. into... I don't even know how. Like, they <laughs> inverted. It, it doesn't matter. It's disgusting. And two was the use of the word private dryness, which was, (laughs) is even worse. Like if you had said vaginal dryness, I'd be like, okay, like that's a problem people have. But private dryness just makes me feel like I'm like gagging. It's weirdly that, yeah, stepping around the issue is somehow worse. Mm. That's it. To their credit, I appreciate they said the word menstruate. It's like a, Yeah. yeah, you know, like a Metamucil ad. Essentially, is what Are it you made me think of private dryness. <laughs> yeah, or any like, yeah, dad, where yeah, the woman's playing tennis in a short white skirt and shit, like the, and riding goes, bikes. Uh-oh. Yeah, <laughs> riding a horse. Yeah, all riding stuff. a white horse. In all a white the stuff skirt. that you always do. Yeah, <laughs> women. <laughs> we are definitely not the right people to be I, interviewing. I just remember this is sorry. This is joke from like a joke book I had. Like a guy walking into a chemist and saying, "Like, hi, have you got those like pants? Like, oh yeah, um, is it for your wife? Like, no, 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 they're for me. Like, oh, why? Like, oh, you know, because like then I can like play tennis and like a rock climbing and like yeah. <laughs> that, all, that all looks so fun in those ads. Yeah. <laughs> well, so that's for the men. We had the advanced hair, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, ads where With Greg Matthews, yeah, we was uh, whatever, uh, and yeah, then yeah. he would like look at all the great things you can do. We have a full head of hair, right? Jet skis and yeah. taekwondo, and have them throw you by your full <laughs> head of yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yes. But yeah, like Greg Matthews was like, he got paid a lot before like Shane Warne started doing uh, them. And he was like mm. also an ex-Australian cricketer who was always like, oh, he's wacky Greg Matthews. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I just remember the ads because sometimes if you weren't watching the TV and just heard the ad playing, you would hear this, woo, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> That's it's right. They were weirdly like yeah. background music. Very, yeah. very ADR woos. Yeah. <laughs> like him like getting like on a jet ski. Exactly. Like, now imagine you're BMXing with a bunch of bikini models. Yeah. yeah. Woo. Get them bikini babes. Yeah. <laughs> Man, in all the episodes for advanced hair to come up, I thought it would be Simpson and Delilah, not this no. one. <laughs> um, so the person who was talking about um, yeah, menstruation yeah. and menopause and stuff mm-hmm. was Robert Wagner. Mm. Yes. Um, who I know him as uh, number, two. Num- number two from yeah. Austin Powers. Uh, nice. How do you know that would be the, my point of reference? So, I, know, I mean, like, I, think, <laughs> I, like, I don't know why he they picked him for this, but look, I think that's I mean, part of the joke. He's available. Yeah. In yeah. the absence of a Troy McClure, I thought he did a great job. He sure. Was, yeah. Okay. I'll like, that, that was my kind of vibe. Is you obviously don't have Troy McClure anymore. This would have 100% been his thing. Uh, in the absence of that, I thought this was actually a pretty 
solid bit. Uh, I do especially like at the end where it's like, I think we should all give you all uh, men applause. I'm not saying that. Yeah. <laughs> and applause? then cuts, which is, yeah. again, a really Troy McClure Well, I, I'm assuming that's the joke that it's a women's issue that mm. an old TV actor is talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, you're saying, yeah, it would have definitely been a Troy McClure thing. And yeah, that's just... <laughs> Among the many great shames is that, yeah, Phil yeah. Hartman would have absolutely... Slayed this. Land, yeah. That's it. I thought this guy did, guy did a great job. Yeah, no, definitely. If, yeah, but... if Troy McClure had said private dryness, I would have been okay with private it. Private dryness! <laughs> yeah. It would have had much more of a smile. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, there was something sad about the... You can still live a normal life and do everything you did before, and then the woman on the bike goes... Comes no, still everything, including ch- having children. I thought that was so lazy. I yeah. did like the implication that that wasn't in the script. It was just someone riding by <laughs> yeah, while they were sure. shooting. He's like, "We're trying to film a thing here, lady." Yeah. Okay. Have you ever seen someone on a tandem bike, though? Yes. Oh, <laughs> dude. Around here recently, um, when I was just going out for a walk one day, there was a guy with his two children, like probably eight and ten age, and it was yeah, a triple tandem bike. Wow. And I'm like, huh, that was weird. I walk another, like, uh, 10 minutes, and then I see a mum and her son on a tandem bike. Wow. What? Okay. So there must be just a tandem bike shop somewhere around. I, l- I live in the inner west, and it's your classic Sideshow Mel roller skating with the poodle vibe <laughs> around here, you know. We are the, they only come out at night, if, yeah, yeah, if yeah. that was a suburb, <laughs> you know. I, you've triggered a memory, actually, where I was, I had a tutor once told us about, like, he, yeah, he used to own a, like, a triple... Tandem is, an, is two? The Trandom? triple tandem? Uh, does tandem just mean together? Anyway, it doesn't matter. A triple thing bike. And yeah, he was saying that like you could generate so much power with three people, yeah. like all in the same, that like he and his friends would get and like go up the F3 and they'd <laughs> yeah, be right. like, yeah, true, I'd be, like passing <laughs> cars because they could be going so fast because they had like the yeah. ratios and everything set up right so they could just like fly. Yeah, you're, not, you're not adding too much extra weight to the bike Mm-mm. versus the amount of power you're yeah, getting. Yeah, exactly. And actually, when I was in Amsterdam for my brother's bucks, we rode on an eight-person tandem bike, which was a, a moving bar. Nice. Okay. Okay. So Wait, it wasn't eight all in a line, right? It was like no, no, it was two by four, or yeah, yeah, uh, around a bar, mm-hmm. and yeah, the bartender who wasn't biking would be yeah serving us drinks and go, oh, we're hitting a hill, hill, pedal, pedal, pedal. Okay, and yeah, so it was like a, a bike Moran. Yeah, pretty <laughs> <Okay>. much. <laughs> That's and, not bad. Yeah, I don't know how much piss I sunk on there, but I didn't get drunk. We were fucking burning it off. Oh like, yeah, you would have like sweated it out for yeah. sure. So what stands out to you for better or worse? Oh, that was the lungs and the private dryness. Yeah, oh, yeah okay. thank God it's not <laughs> yeah. to me. How did you Fuck. forget about private dryness? Um, <laughs> not- private dryness report. <laughs> <laughs> I went there too. Yeah. <laughs> Some sort of like Andy Go Griffith show shit. bullshit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dryness. <laughs> this is not specifically about what was in the episode, but when I was doing my research for this one, like actually uh, not a lot came up. Mm. And... It's like no one wants to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I wonder why. And I did something for the first time in a fucking long time is I watched a Simpsons commentary. And I used to do that like for the first, I don't know, 15, 20 episodes of the podcast, but I stopped doing it because the commentaries didn't give me any information that I couldn't find out on the internet anyway, because mm. that's mostly what fills up the trivia sections of Wikipedia and yeah. uh, Wiki Simpsons and fandom and what have you. IMDb goofs. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All 22 minutes of this yeah. thing. <laughs> A joke episode was accidentally put into production. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> But yeah, so I before today I listened to the commentary of this. I uh, watched it with the commentary of this episode, mm. and 
again, I didn't find out much information, but the one thing that did come up was a couple of times where they acknowledged that, yeah, we know this joke is, or this design is more of a Japan thing, but we just put it in anyway. Hmm. Who was on the commentary out of interest? Oh, a lot. Uh, Al Jean, oh, uh, God, okay. Dana Gould, Tom Gamble, and Max Pross. Like, there were a lot on this commentary. Okay. So, all right. Graining mm. wasn't there, but... Moral of story, they were like, eh, China, Japan, whatever. Pretty much. It's and, all Asia, right? And, you know, lately on our uh, DVD Indextras, the podcast that you can only get on our Patreon feed. Exclusive. Yeah, on the so first episode exclusive. of that, we watched a table read mm. of The Italian Bob. Mm. And Bad we were telling episode. Jordan as well, mm. before that, <laughs> it was illuminating because these people were laughing at all these fucking horrible jokes. Yeah. And that was the same with the commentary here. I didn't learn anything because these cunts were fucking laughing at every fucking thing that was happening in this episode and they were even saying to like oh my god the songs in this episode and one of them was saying that they were constantly singing and they still do to this day will sing the man who broke a dragon's heart around their house i literally didn't get this bit um... well this was another bit that they were like yeah those dragons were more based on a japanese design as well uh, like oh yeah there were two now that i think there are like you know different versions of dragon. what has come to be dragon and you know in, in a lot of different like mm. asian and, and you know other cultures as well it's not strictly an asian thing but yeah like it didn't matter the lyrics and the meaning and the intent was all like oh oh yeah. no oh oh no mm. dana no i really want to see the sit down with his daughters and just I, I, now, Daddy this. wrote this and he really needed the money and Fox was putting pressure on him to deliver an episode. <laughs> no, I have... <laughs> he has pride no, over know, this I episode. Know, That's I the know. thing. He's going to he's gonna sit them down and be like, I wrote this, this about you. Get this. <laughs> There's a part where Brandine says, I don't want... I didn't say I didn't want any more babies. I said I didn't want any more rabies. Hey? There's a part. There's a part in the episode. Right, it's coming up, but I'll tell you about it now. There's a part where I make a joke about how all Asian babies look alike. Get it? Like it's, you guys. Yeah. My adopted and beloved children. <laughs> yeah. You know, the people that are most near and dear to my heart and that I have poured my soul into trying yeah. to raise into good people. Well... Daddy <laughs> had some Now let thoughts. me tell you kids about Tiananmen Square and why it's funny. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dear God. <laughs> yeah. That was the point where like, as trying to shine the best light as I could when they See, got to the Tiananmen Square reference. Like, the, the guys, thing where, don't. The thing where <laughs> they say, like, you know, on this day, nothing. Oop, sorry. How dare you, sir? I just wanted to censor Jordan because I didn't like the things he was saying. <laughs> when they, they showed the plaque that said, in this day on 1989, like nothing mm -hmm. happened, or it's sort of like, huh, oh, this Chinese government doesn't want anyone yeah, to learn about that, that. And I was like, okay, all right. That's fair. an expression of the government. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's but it. then the lady rocks up in a tank and they yeah. recreate Tank Man. It's like, that's not yeah. what that's and about. Selma standing there is exactly the same. It's like, no, like just because this is a famous image of China, just because it shows up on the whiteboard doesn't mean you have to put it in. <laughs> What's oh, that no, no, a reference no, no, no. to? <laughs> oh. Oh, no, they absolutely do. I know like a sensible that. person would not, but they do. All right. So two things here. So, First of all, Disney Plus finally got to Hong Kong last year. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Did this episode? No! <laughs> Wait, so, is Hong Kong Disneyland still open? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> Goo Goo Guy Pan the Ride certainly isn't. No, I can't <laughs> imagine. Uh, so, 
Disney Plus has only ever censored two episodes of The mm-hmm. Simpsons on their streaming service. This one is the only one that's region specific. It's available everywhere. I decided today that we watch it on DVD just because I don't know if they might have censored it on Disney yeah. Plus. I don't know that <laughs> for sure. You might notice because the episode is now 12 minutes long for some <laughs> strange reason. And there's weird gaps in yeah. like logic and suddenly, oh, like that's they say, weird, they're I back th- in America. Yeah, I think I'm going to adopt a baby from the glorious nation of China. And then <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden, they're back I with really credits. A baby. From glorious nation of China. Like ADR in like <laughs> Oh, fuck. God, you clipped so hard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's okay. It'd be worth it. I, yeah. I, I, <laughs> but for whatever reason, the DVD version that we watched because this scene with the Tiananmen Square reference happens just after Homer paints himself gold and dresses as a Buddha. Oh, God, I thought that was going to go in such a worse direction. So and I was I. like, I no, thought it was like... going to be like, uh, you know, when he dresses up as Ganesh at the at a Pooh's oh, wedding. Yeah. And to be fair, the point of that is he thinks it's a great plan, but it's not. Yeah, and I thought yeah. this was going to be everyone else. Everyone thinks it's a great plan yeah, and it yeah. works. And it's like, no. Oh, but no. Yeah, for whatever reason in this part, like, the DVD randomly loads oh, up yeah. a little adver- advertisement for mm. a Homer Buddha statue, not unlike the one that I have here next to my desk. Yeah. And yeah, I believe you gave me. And yeah, yeah. I never realized that this was a reference to that e- fucking Actual episode. episode. Yeah. Well, yeah. That one, it was different because it was uh, like a Roboto or some brand. It wasn't a Funko Pop, but it was like a, another brand. And yeah, he had like a donut and it wasn't gold. And I'm like, mm. that. Yeah. Why there's a random fucking ad in the middle of my fair, DVD I, is I so swear weird. We wow. must have, we must have turned something on on the DVD because you can hear the disc, the disc. changing la- layers. Yeah, because so. sometimes like because you can watch these episodes with deleted scenes and it'll do mm. that. It'll like load the yeah, deleted so scenes. So something like that. I don't know yeah. how or why. Um, it's very weird. Like YouTube ads in the middle of your video. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, like putting it in the DVD. Yeah. Like, oh by the way, hey, we're just gonna pause the presentation here for a second to just play this five second ad. Yeah. All right, back to your program. <laughs> <laughs> and you know we're doing it too subscribe to the patreon feed mm-hmm. um and yeah so the last thing i wanted to bring up from this area Rage before Shadow god we gotta move through the questionnaire <laughs> i need to get over this episode already yep uh the other guest star of this episode lucy Lou playing madam Wu. Oh, really? who oh, is lucy no yeah I, she was at putting least it on... wasn't a white girl. Yeah, at least. <laughs> yeah, I guess, but she's putting like, yeah, on really an accent. On she, I don't think she was much. I thought I don't know, man. They, there was like, because it wasn't sort of, there wasn't consistency to it. So, yeah. Because like, you, you see Lucy Lou speaking a lot of things. And... I mean, at least they didn't give her the fucking pigeon dialogue that they were giving everyone else. Yeah. Mm. Like, Hank Azaria loves uh, to do. Man, and yeah, you could just tell it was 50 fucking Hank Azarias in this thing. Mm. But yeah, I, I am so surprised that she signed up for this. And apparently, after the episode, she said she had so much fun and she sent them a gift basket and everything. Well, and yeah, I can imagine recording it might be fun. Just fine. Sure. You don't see the finished product. I'm sorry, I'm not used to your mic being there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. Also, I'm tired of you talking. <laughs> don't worry. Um, I'll, uh, I'll get you back. Uh, uh, was it a probably... wacky episode of The Simpsons? All right, the questionnaire. Um, let's see. Selma's hot flash melts snow. Um, I almost like the bit where, you know, they're like, oh, when do we ask Homer to pretend to be my husband? I'll wait till the Kalua and sleeping pills kick Drambui. in or something. Drambui. And then when, you know, the drag- when the dragon first appears, it says, just says something like, give me three of your peanuts and I'll allow you to fly on my back. As a hallucination, I'm kind of like, yeah, that's kind of funny. But then they kept the dragons around and it got weirder each, each time they appeared. They made it like, oh, you've broken my heart by only yeah. offering me one peanut. Yeah, and also like... No, I liked it as a hallucination and the idea that a dragon is just going to be like, three peanuts, you can have a ride. Why did it have to be a dragon? 
Like, because why couldn't China. it be like fucking the Simpsons whiteboard writing? We yeah. come back to it again. They wrote down all the Chinese shit that they could think of, even the stuff that wasn't Chinese, yeah. like fortune cookies. Yeah, they, mm. they've literally just gone. Well, what do you know about China? Well, I've got this Chinese menu in front of me, so they yeah. have uh, fortune cookies and dragons and uh... even the name of the episode is like a yeah, no, it is. It's a, a food, food pun. Gugu guy pan or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, look, I mean, the wackiness stuff was, yeah, just this whiteboard writing. Once mm-hmm. they get to China, it's just, all right, we're oh, going to yeah. do the process of your baby adoption. Why don't you go enjoy a sketch show of China right mm-hmm. now? Whenever they do a Simpsons go-to, like, yeah, like, they've always done sort of, like, stereotype stuff. But, like, this was just felt really mean-spirited What's a lot yeah. of the time. I was about to say it's because none of them have been there, but one of them has. So then why is it like this? Yeah. Well, why does uh, it feel like they got the idea of a menu? It's so. Mm. Well, yeah. Apparently, he like the whole American play thing was something that he'd seen. Yeah, I can imagine that. Look, you'd take an example of Western culture, but maybe slightly miss the point. <laughs> Simpsons missing the point. <laughs> um, but again, just I didn't know what was supposed to be going on, so I didn't understand why it was a parody of anything. Yeah. Like if they've been putting on a play of like Melrose Place or Seinfeld, then I get it. You know, they've taken something and they just created a different thing out of it to depict Western culture. I don't know. Yeah, we haven't watched Girls. We haven't been to China. We don't have the point of reference. So don't, yeah, do something so ultra specific that yep. we can't enjoy it on its own That's merit. That's it. I have seen the Shaolin Monks live and they're bloody amazing. Uh, and it also had a line I like, which is, uh, these are our Shaolin monks, they learn inner peace through barefisted murder. Mm. Like, okay, that's funny. Didn't like one of them ripping out Homer's heart and putting it back. That was weird. Yeah. It was very Mortal Kombat. Yeah, that's... It was a combination fatality and friendship. Yeah. And it's also mixed in with Homer repeating the fucking, oh, I use those guards that can't laugh or talk or yeah. say anything, which was, yeah, a joke from the Australia episode, and he was... And it was funny. ...mixing it up with... And they didn't point out that, no, Homer, that's Buckingham Palace. Oh, my God. Like, repeating themselves and doing it fucking worse and treating the audience like dipshits. Oh, my God, I hate this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The other bit of wackiness and kind of like this, when Baby (gasps) Ling grabs Homer's eyes. And then then that's the tip-off later for which one is the baby, yeah. Yeah, to me, that's another classic example of, okay, the payoff really justifies that setup. Mm. Because initially it was like... Yeah, it was Simpsons eyeball horror, which uh, is a thing. Yeah, it also comes back after, oh my god, all the babies look the same. Wait, accidental playlist so far is eyes getting poked, prodded, and pecked. It was in the itching scratchy. The pigeons were pecking oh, his yeah. eyes. This one, eyes are getting like squished with fingers. Yeah. There you go. And pigeon. There was a bunch of pigeon English in this episode. Yeah, I was like, you could still do the same baby thing, but have him walk in and he looks at like the name tags because yeah, he's met Ling once. He doesn't know what she looks like. Yeah. So he looks at the name tags and they're all in Chinese. Like, ah, crap. And he goes Ling, 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 and then one swings with his eyeballs. He's like, oh, this one. Yeah, exactly. There we go. Punched it up and it's not icky. How was the heart? Icky. Mm. Uh, look, Selma kind of has a nice speech right at the end, sort of, about it's a big character turn for her because she's never wanted a family before, and we've never established that before, but... Well, kind, kind Selma's of, no, choice. True. I forgot about Selma's choice. My bad. Way to not remember your Simpsons, man. But, you know, that's sort of what bugged me about Marge's reaction because she was like, Selma, I had no idea. But, yeah. like, she didn't say after that episode she didn't want children. She just mm. acknowledged that it was much more difficult than she anticipated. Yeah, or yeah. just if she had just said, I always thought there was time or something like that. Yeah. Mm. You know, and I kind of like Lucy Liu's character's speech of like, it may shock you, but I too was once a baby. Yeah. Mm. You know, that was okay. Yeah. That's the closest we get on heart, really. Well, I, I actually thought Julie Kavner did a, a 
brutally devastating performances, Selma, in this episode. I thought there was actually genuine mm. emotion behind that, especially when the baby gets taken away in the yeah. second act. I thought that was actually some brilliant acting there. Mm. There we go. We, I can find the good things in the episode. We can find one good thing about this episode. Look, it's not it without its give anything features. At all. And it's, no, yeah. like, it <laughs> We're being as even-handed as possible, and that's to recognize there are some jokes that do work in amongst the parts that are, you know, icky and uncomfortable. Yeah. And... You know, when picking episodes at the start of the podcast, I wanted to get a lot of the ones that did canonical changes, you know, early on, just so we had that initial frame of reference. Obviously, I pushed this one to the back. Right back. But it doesn't fucking matter, because even after this point, mm. they link Rarely is so up. convenient. Like, yeah. yeah. More she, convenient than Maggie. Yeah. She's only ever there when she needs to be, and... Sometimes they outright, like, have a plot line about, you know, needing something more in life for Selma yeah. and forgetting entirely that she's there. And it's like, the one good thing I would pull normally from an episode like this is, hey, you had the courage to make a permanent change to the show. That's great. Given how impermanent that permanence has been. Yeah. yeah. But did it feel like an episode of The Simpsons? I mean, the writer didn't want to put their name to it. <laughs> that says something. Which you could almost defend that as being if it's pissing off the Chinese government, it's doing something right. But that said, there's no critique here. There's no. the hint of jokes of their people being oppressed and miserable. Again, that feels way too punched down when you could very easily punch up. Yeah, that was one of the things that was sort of like, I get it. You're saying like this sort of, the people in this theater are like, oh, it's like a microcosm of all of China, but it's like, had to like cancel our final stunt because... The person got shot to death mm. for having some yeah, sort of dissident a... views. But then the people in the audience are like, oh, now I'm like worried. What else is the government not telling us and stuff? And she turns to him and goes, Homer, you have to save, you know, our countries from breaking out into anarchy and mm -hmm. riots or whatever. I'm paraphrasing. But like, yeah. that's pretty it's like, what? Yeah. What? Like, is that really like the population of one small theater in a country of over one billion people is going to change like, you know, everybody's views on what... Like, Look, I don't think so. Everyone needs a white saviour. Look, and the oh. thing is... Yeah, that's kind of the thing that's happening right oh, there. Oh, that no, scene. that yeah. is. Continue to feel icky. Nah, and also, yeah, now thinking about it, this moment bugs me is because, yeah, this was meant to be Homer being outed for being a fraud, but that's not what makes the story undone. What makes the story undone is, yeah, he fucked Marge in the hospital. Yeah, they couldn't yeah. keep it in their pants for a day. What's interesting, though, is that I guess this sort of tells us where you know when like lisa takes up gymnastics mm. because she's got like that center of gravity and like mm. so she like lands perfectly every time mm. yeah that's sort of what happens to homer when he gets like flung onto the stage yeah, or whatever of. he kind of just like he's like one of those clowns that you can't like punch to yeah, the ground sure. like sort of thing <laughs> and like yeah, oh we know, okay we know he can't be knocked so, down so yeah lisa has like homer's genes yeah. in that respect <laughs> <laughs> neat it has a, his stubby fingers so it makes yeah. it has homer simpson syndrome <laughs> like having a uh, football helmet inside your head yeah uh yes or no would you watch it again no unless again to dissect for the sake of uh or to show to someone and be like mm. eh? what's going on here what do you think Person with cultural relevance. Watch it again if I'm imbued with the power where anything that I see is struck from the consciousness of everybody <laughs> living in, in the entire world. Wow, that's quite a power. Yeah, that's pretty wow, cool, right? you're really falling on a sword there. I would definitely I be kidnapped good. by some sort of like government agency and like <laughs> remove all their secrets from the world. Right. Yeah. Like I know, but everyone else forgets. I hear that's uh, the plot of Christopher Nolan's next movie. Oh, really? Mm. 
wait, I think I have stolen it actually from oh, the, right. the yeah, yeah, no, no, no. It's from the Adventure Zone. It's like the first season of the Adventure Zone. They have something like that. Damn. No. All right, never mind. All right, uh, no, I don't want to watch this thing. I fucking, I barely, wa- I've watched it maybe, maybe three times in my life. That's too many. Once with commentary. BT, what would you like to change? <laughs> Once more <Right>. with commentary. <laughs> We've been through this, and again, there's a version of this that could work. It's just punch up, stupid. And basically that's it. Even the heart is kind of there if you built on it a little bit more. I'll admit part of that was me forgetting. But yeah, we've had bits of Selma's personal life before. Then there's something about having that option removed through menopause to be like, yeah, that can be heavy. Okay, fair enough. It's just so weightless, even in the parts that could really have... It's got a bit. It's got a touch. Yeah, other than that, change your voice actors. Yeah. Jordan? Again, yeah, you're right. You could do this episode in such a way. I ultimately don't, but I mean, no, no. I'm thinking about do it in such a way to sort of subvert, I guess, to point out the flaws in America and its structure, its society, healthcare, mm. all that kind of stuff. Make it a point of like, oh, <laughs> going to China. The assumption is that it's like this third world country, and actually, it's quite advanced and in a lot of ways uh, yeah. further ahead than America. That's the only way I think you could do this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Well, or, or just pointing out the, the issues with that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, once again, yeah, it comes... Any of these travel episodes are going to get compared to Bart versus Australia mm-hmm. in the sense that, yeah, they did a bunch of false things about our country mm. to actually point out things about America. Mm. And it's going to be fucking tricky to do that in a non-white country, just yeah. to be frank, because... Yeah. You know, you do run the risk of bumping into these perceptions, but like to go into stereotype humor, mm. I think is just so weak and lazy oh, yeah. about this whole thing. And like, it astounds me that Dana Gould is proud of this thing. Mm. And it's only personal to him because he adopted children from China, yet he's done something that I would be so surprised if his children are anything less than embarrassed by this. Look, I, I think, Elliot, look, you can't blame him, right? Because. Much like a dog, right? <laughs> if a dog wheezes on your carpet yeah. and you only discover it like half an hour later and you yell at the dog, they don't know why you're yelling at them because like they don't know what they did wrong. They don't understand time. <laughs> they don't understand. What? What's the problem? You're just yelling me out of the blue for no reason. What did I do? Yeah. You know? And much like that, Dan Gould doesn't understand that what he did was wrong. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, it's actually cruel to sort of hold him <laughs> to hold that him sort to of level of accountability <laughs> yeah. when he, you know, he, he pissed the bed. And yeah, he really fucked up, but he doesn't know any better. So yeah, and look, children are always going to be embarrassed about their father's <laughs> exactly. actions, but Jesus Christ, none are on this public of a scale. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I think we're here. BT, do you have any other notes? Yeah, of course I do. You do start off with some burns, and he almost gets some nice burnsism with a uh, you're like some kind of female madman. And what are you doing? You want wit? I I hated I, Bumbled B. That yeah, was that's why I lazy. skipped it because I hated that one. But I, want I, wit, I, liked, I rather I liked Bumbled B. <laughs> I gotta admit, but yeah. it's not. It's not. It's not. I just like. I think it's nice to say. Yeah, mm. Bumbled B. That is fun to say. You're right about that. So, so line Selma has to Ling, which is uh, you're going to be very happy in America, unlike everyone else. Which, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. see, that's the fucking shit that you hit on. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Jordan, do you have any other notes? Some references that Burns made. Mm. Uh, he refers to the Flying Finn, which is Parvo Nermi, who was a middle distance runner who was... Would you stop s- bringing up sports? He, in, in like the middle of the 20th century. Oh, and history. Got he was nerd. so dominant. He is like one of the most dominant. Like he won like Everything. so many consecutive races in a row. He was actually like banned from the Olympics once because 
because it's supposed to be like amateur sport. Mm-hmm. Mm. And someone uh, right. sponsored for him the flight to get to... Right, the, yeah, and so he's no longer an amateur. Anyway. Um, and the other one was... Uh, this one I didn't recognize was Guy Lombardo, who was like a musician and like a, a hydrofoil racer yeah, as right. well because that's when the thing like flipped up. And oh, like, oh right. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I only have a couple of other notes. They brought back Booparella and she's like, yeah, today's movie, Son of Satan. And that was it. Mm. It was just like, oh, everyone's having children. It's like, Even fictional <sighs> characters. I did this like... was a fucking long road to walk to this. Not a joke. Yeah, yeah. Just I, I, we now return to Son of Satan. That's yeah, I did sort of like the still of like Satan with like a little baby carry yeah. with like a baby like on his strapped to his chest. Like it was sort of cute. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the way you pitched it, then Beach. Yeah, we can keep that. It's just you don't need the setup of Booberella just to just go. Hey, remember Elvira? This is us just doing that. Yeah. Okay, there's two jokes that I'm surprised Lucy Lou signed off uh, mm-hmm. on was. Well, Tibet was pretty independent, and what happened to them? Oof. Yeah, it's just like Lisa had the appropriate reaction. It's shocking that, yeah, it's in there. Mm. And yeah, the For Me Once, Shame On You line was, yeah, again, terrible. Her name was written so that joke could work, mm. and it's just fucked. Yeah. Uh, Spy Bart, I don't have any notes. It's just why. <laughs> it's been done before as well with uh, the actor they hired to play Bart. Uh, yeah. 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 We've done this. Oh, actually, there was a weird moment at the start. I kind of liked the joke where someone was like, oh, you ran over three people on your way here. And that was fine. But then they cut to Molman yeah. in a clearly 80-yard line as well. At least I'm out doing things. Mm-hmm. Hey, my last note is that the dragon's at the end, which has always bothered me. Yeah. Like, now we sleep for a thousand years. When we wake, the world will end. It's like, what? This isn't a joke. This isn't even a bit. What are you doing? Yeah, it feels like just huh, China dragons always ending the world you know like chinese opera they don't do opera like we do opera (laughs) weird and wacky guys shut Uh, the fuck up relatable opera Dana, shut up we're not doing that episode okay i'm gonna do the episode with you like it or not (laughs) and just for no particular reason over the credits is david silverman showing you how to draw bart well they were at this point now where they just started adding things over credits and eventually it become extra scenes that are always terrible yeah Yeah. at least i know how to draw bart now Yep. <laughs> yep. That's cool. Tin can and a tuna ha- can. Mm-hmm. There's I your know, answer, fishbowl. I don't I know. know. Like, I know how to draw those. <laughs> I know now, though, that Bart's hair has nine points. Bart's mm-hmm. hair has nine points. I will remember that forever. How many points? Nine. Yeah. Yep. Hey, do you remember the name of that teacher that you really liked in grade two who, like, lent you that book and you really enjoy it? No. Changed life. No. no. Don't do you remember know how that. many points Bart had? That's nine. Had. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's time to rank this thing. Uh,. BT, sorry, you're first. No, look, it's fine. I think almost foregone conclusion before this one started was that it's a fail. It's just got so many problems. Even if you ignore all those problems, you've got a kind of bland episode that's just yet again a Simpsons go-to, and they tick things off a whiteboard, and it's... The hard concept is there, but it really doesn't quite deliver on it. And yeah, then you've got the problem of the content where a lot of it is punched down and it could be punched up very easily. And you've got the standing issue of just having, what was it, Dan Castellaneta do every single Asian character except for one. Yeah, it was and either like, Dan or Hank. And yeah, it was all just terrible. Just switch between the two and it's like, uh, if you had like one line in one episode and it wasn't worth hiring another person for, even though you've got that money now because you're The Simpsons then maybe, but to have an entire cast and think this is also the show that got Japanese people when they went to a sushi restaurant. Mm. They used Mm. to do this. Um, So just to not do it for an entire episode for no reason, just reeks of laziness at the best. Yeah. So What do you you think is worse? 
mm. getting, for example, Hank Azaria yep. to do like a Chinese accent, mm. asking George Takei to do a Chinese character. When he himself is Japanese. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, that's something they even said in the commentary. It was like, with the dragon, they were like, oh, that's more of a Takei, isn't it? Huh. Well, well. <laughs> oh, well, it's not like we have, you know, Fox money. Yeah. No, look, it's a failure from me as well. I This was one of the things I was never looking forward to doing this podcast, and I'm only happy that it's behind me now. Jordan. Yay. I mean, if we have to rank it as a piece of media or a Simpsons episode, it is a failure. But it is so much less and so much worse as just like a piece of, I don't know, commentary, art, anything else that is, oh, like, look, yes, I know you can go back and watch like 90s sitcoms and you're like, I guess that was okay at the time, but yikes now. But this is like, I don't think even this would have been considered okay at the time. Like, I just, I can't fathom what happened to push this through into production Mm. the way it is. Yeah. So that's a fail? That is a fail, yes. Uh, all right, a rare double failure Ooh. in an episode. Yay! We are giving this episode the, the index, index finger. finger! Again! It'll only be the second index finger from season 16. No, oh, second for tonight, second for 16. Mm. Uh, it'll oh. be joining Future Drama. That's the Future Jump episode where Homer and Marge actually divorce. Uh. And uh, Homer has an apartment under the sea, and mm. Bart and Lisa are going to prom. Millhouse is a jacked that's Christian right, now. Yeah. And, uh, all right. Well, what do you got? Another uncomfortable episode that has been removed from streaming services. Oh. We're going to go watch Stark Raving Dad. We'll be back. And we are back, and we just watched our classic era episode. This was Beep. Not available on Disney Plus. <laughs> this was season three, episode one, Redacted. <laughs> Stark Raving Dad, mm-hmm. first released in September of 1991, directed by Rich Moore, written by Al Jean and Mike Reese. In this episode, it's the Michael Jackson episode. Hey, what do we think? Well, we really have to discuss the elephant in the room, don't we? Uh, yeah. Look, we talk a lot about, uh, you know, things like white voice actors portraying people of colour and why that's a problem. And some might say, surely that translates to something like this. I'm kind of tempted to just say, let's review the episode as it is presented. The big difference being, sorry, Jordan, I That's stabbed okay. you again with my pen. God damn. The big difference <laughs> I feel like being. You've got some like unresolved I, issues clearly, towards me. I did. I'm just jealous I'm of sorry your hair. I'm jealous I've of done. your hair. It's amazing. Well, thank you. Um, <laughs> it's true. It is. No, yeah, the, key it is. Di- the key difference being that you can choose to cast people of color within those roles. Whereas when they cast Michael Jackson as the voice actor in this role, he was the biggest pop star in the world. And the truth about him had not yet come to light. So it became uncomfortable in retrospect rather than in production. And that's the primary difference. In my opinion, we therefore review the episode as it exists because it wasn't the fault of the production to cast this person. Yeah. That's my thought on it. Or we just kind of ignore the, you know, who was uh, saying what role uh, outside of a factual, you know, logging. Yeah. And that's my thought on it. But uh, what do you guys think? Jordan? Um... Agree with me or I'll stab you with my pen. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I, look, I, I struggle with this one. And there are much better equipped people to talk about the controversy. I, over time, have read a lot about things that changed my mind all the time. And, like, mm-hmm. I don't know where I stand. I Like, obviously, I'm, I hate the thought of discrediting accusers. I hate that mm. idea. 
from a legal standpoint, I know that like charges were acquitted. Yep. I know that there were like weird payments made. I also know that like Michael Jackson and his brothers had a completely fucked childhood and their father was actually terribly emotionally and physically abusive. That doesn't excuse anything, but I think it mm. definitely led Michael to be a, a very damaged person. Um, with a lot of issues, with a, like an, a non-existent childhood that he kept trying to recreate. In terms of the episode, it's sort of like this that thing about like you know you can like the art without liking the artist, mm-hmm. and and like for some people, no, no, yeah. I can't. This one is like I don't know, like it's it's hard, <laughs> yeah. it's really yeah. hard, and I just I, mean, I don't know what co- to if, say. Like if yeah. the last two episodes were difficult, this one is a tightrope over a minefield covered in eggshells. Yeah. Yeah, because that's the other thing is like the episode itself is, it's okay. Like mm. <laughs> it's not the it's, garbage fire yeah, that we were talking about exactly. with script problems and everything. It's like it's very sappy, yeah. um, but it's sort of it's, it's like the sweetest of the three that we've mm. watched tonight. Yeah, you know? no, it's going for the um, heart, and uh, yeah, and it's a well put together script, and mm-hmm. like and like <laughs> the story behind like the creation of the episode is sort of funny in you know the stipulations that. Michael had to record are sort of weird, but like, yeah. but yeah, thinking about it as an episode, yeah, it's not, it's not the best Simpsons episode by far, but yeah, there is this sort of layer of like murkiness around it now mm. that yeah, can't like, be we're not going to cover in an hour. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh my. no. And so, yeah, this episode obviously holds a very weird place for me because mm. I grew up as a massive Michael Jackson fan yeah. and yeah, being a bass player, I have spent mm. countless hours learning his material because mm. music associated with Michael Jackson is fucking amazing bass lines. Yep. And as a bass player, you hear this shit and it's like, oh my God, that is so fucking in the pocket and groovy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do I play like that? And so this dude is just so much a part of my growing up. Yeah. And for sure. You know, went back and forth over the years about the accusations and then, yeah, the legal standpoints like you were alluding Mm. to before. But then, yeah, leaving Neverland happens and then totally reframes all of that. And, like, the fact that Al Jean um, was instrumental in getting this episode removed, not on just on Disney+, Plus, but now DVD reprints of season three do not include it. Mm. And I'm always, yeah, on that borderline of censorship, you know. yeah. And I understand where he's coming from, not wanting to put this episode out there because there is a strong possibility that he said that Michael Jackson was using this episode to groom kids. And I didn't hear about it. Yeah, and like that's an accusation, but you could see where it was coming from because a lot of this episode had to go through Michael Jackson's filter. You know, he only agreed to it on certain things and he had a lot to do with certain elements of the story that happened. And... You know, because like a lot of the, like the Warner Brothers and like early Disney stuff that they do now with the warning at the start, you know, mm. different time, different place. Yeah, we yeah. do not want to remove these just because of censorship, but we acknowledge that this was wrong then and it's wrong now. But, you know, here's the cartoon in its original format, you mm-hmm. know, like with Steamboat Willie. It's mostly a goofy cartoon that just launches into animal abuse for the last seven minutes. And it's, it's fucking odd, but I mean, you know, look, D- Disney has... <laughs> priors for this like i mean 
With good reason, though. Like, mm. you, you try and find a DVD of Song, Song of the, of the South. South. Yeah, that's exactly, exactly what I was going to say. Song of the South is gone. And Wyatt like, was a fucking ride for all this time and is only. I think it still hasn't even been rebranded uh, as Princess yeah. and the Frog. I don't think it, or it was, but it, has, it hasn't been I for think, a long time. But largely because no one knew what it was. Yeah. I think maybe they kept the Br'er Rabbit part because that's mm. sort of more that of was a, a just independent a. independent character. Yeah, yeah. And that's just a children's fairy tale, or whatever. But yeah, the, the bits at the end with like the riverboat with all that. Yeah, like, I mean. Beside the fact that, like, no kid will have watched that for yeah. 50 years. Yeah. So, yeah, like, it's why? Incredibly hard it's to like, find. keep going, like, what is this a reference to again? Sorry, yeah. what? Yeah. No, you have to sail the high seas of the internet to fucking find that one these Probably days. The South, yeah, because. Yeah, and don't. Like, I mean, why bother? Like, why do it? Uh, Educational purposes, maybe? Like, yeah. and no. Unless you're a Disney historian, don't do it. So that's kind of the, like where I fall with this is that, yeah, a bunch of those early Disney or Warner Brother cartoons that they're saying they're making available on their streaming services or whatever mm. with, you know, the big warnings before airing them. Big warning just says, ah, it's a bit fucked, guys. Yeah. And this episode, for those reasons, I don't think qualifies. And like, I don't know, personally, I get why they wanted to remove it because this episode spends too long, like... Even forgetting everything, objectively, it's just glorifying Michael Jackson for so much of it. Mm. And I get it. Yeah, he was the biggest fucking name in uh, in pop music at the time mm. and for the previous decade before that and yeah. for most of the decade after it. Mm. But coming at it from that he's been disgraced and it's been so long since this happened, it as an episode is kind of awkward, I find, mm. in how much it just relishes in his name and popularity and everything. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what the equivalent would be today. Like, mm. I just, oh, I'm trying to think. think but, could... like, if you got an episode with someone, like, that was literally, like, the peak of popularity to come into your show, you're like, do whatever you want. I don't yeah. know. We'll figure it out around you because, yeah. you know, we have, if you have yeah. you on the show, that's a big get and that's all we need. Well, I think there is an argument to be made that, you know, in this day and age with accessibility and everything, that probably your Billie Eilish's or your Justin Bieber's, yeah. you know, the, the funnel was so much tighter back then. There wasn't the free, uh, so much freedom of choice, rather. Yeah. Uh, well, and yeah. so these days when they do get those big names, I don't know if Billie Eilish, but Justin Bieber's done right. the show. It's not that important you know he is just another it's one of these people yeah. that yeah. have 100 million fans you know i feel like that is also due to as well with the internet becoming you know a thing between i would say now mm. and then but like twitter was not around instagram was not around you did not have a direct line into a celebrity's life yeah. like you do right now yeah and they weren't accessible at all you could write a fan mail letter to them but like there's no guarantee that they would ever see that in their mm. entire life whereas like yeah you can write a comment and you can get retweeted or whatever by a famous celebrity yeah and exactly. it's like your touch with greatness or whatever like so it's like oh okay well i mean yeah, I know what they're doing yesterday because I saw it on Twitter. But like back then you were like, oh, Mike Jackson. Like, yeah, like a big celebrity yeah. like that is like a big deal. No, absolutely. And oh boy. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, like we just simply can't review this without acknowledging it. It's mm. just, um, anyway, BT, yeah. for better or worse, what's a moment that stands out to you from this one? That was actually a lot of the, to do with the uh, Homer's pink shirt in the beginning, mostly because I was like, oh, this isn't going to be like a gay panic thing, is it? Um, then I was like, oh, no, it was more of a communist um, McCarthyism kind of thing. I was like, oh, thank God. 
That makes it a lot easier. That's it. Oh, oh yeah, that's way better. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> I know. Weird, Gone but... from the 90s to the 50s. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. Weird, weird vibe. But um, I just like his lines of like, Pink, I'm not popular enough to be different. Mm. And then follow, following Mr. Burns sees him on the monitor. He's like, oh, we have to get rid of him. He might be a free thinking anarchist. Ah, these color monitors are already paying for themselves. Yeah. yeah. I was just I'm like, that was that chuffed. But Chuff, then, of course, chuffed. Jordan's anal corner. Claire's, did you ever notice this corner? corner. <laughs> yeah, we updated that for the modern era. Um, yeah, we censored it. <laughs> we censored the word anal. Oh, okay. uh, Could you possibly guess where I'm going uh, leading on from Beach's pink shirt point here? I, I do not. I really don't. And all no. the people at work. They Carl's wearing don't... blue. Carl yeah. always wears a fucking pink hey. shirt. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is in blue, I think. Yeah, he... I, t- He's in blue. He said, Homer said, everyone wears white. We come into a, Lenny's not wearing his traditional fucking green. Or, yeah, yeah. And yeah, Carl is not only not wearing white, but he's wearing blue. Maybe he is um, cool enough to be different. I mean, similar to that, I was going to say like, hey, Homer, we saved you a pink donut. The archetypal Simpsons donut is a pink donut with sprinkles. <laughs> like, what True. are they trying to pull here? Yeah, exactly. A fast one yeah. and the wall over your eyes. Yeah, exactly. Has anyone ever had color bleed? I never have. Uh, it used to be such a staple of sitcoms, and yeah. now it's like I've I've never separated whites from colored uh, laundry. I, I did once. When and I, it's like, never sort been of a problem at any point ever. When <laughs> I didn't realize that an item had been put like inside another item and then made the colors like slightly blue like mm-hmm. that's what i got like a cheap yeah. shitty like blue hanky or something i don't know what it was but yeah and i have had that all like, once but yeah, yeah. it was by accident also don't wear a lot of a lot of white shirts so no well a lot uh, of black yeah i mean that's the thing like and i think it's more of a color fast thing mm. where yeah not only has laundry powder gotten better but garments have gotten Look, better i mean it was just one of those things like much like the bermuda triangle in quicksand that you grow up watching cartoons <laughs> and it's everywhere and you're like so i know three things about this world yeah. Lie flat when in quicksand, avoid the Bermuda Triangle at all costs, and don't, you know, mix your laundry. And then I just found out they're all lies, and, yep. uh, except for the lying flat bit, but still. Carry a big stick as well. Yeah. Mm. Tread softly <laughs> and carry a big stick. Mm. And if you have a Y stick, you'll find water somehow. Yeah. <laughs> They're wide stick? Why? Oh, right. Okay. I was like a Good wide, divining wide stick. Yeah. Works somehow. You have a chode stick for whatever reason. <laughs> yes. Yeah. A stick that's shorter than <laughs> like, it is wide. Yeah. I believe that's called a stump. Not everyone's <laughs> pole is that long, Jordan. I mean, yeah. Bring it up back. <laughs> <laughs> no, the only time I've had it happen is, yeah, the couple of times I've done tie-dye and, yeah. you know, uh, they true. recommend with that make sure you only do the first couple of washes with yeah. them alone yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> as fast as you did it with tie and it came out white what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> the opposite effect uh just on shirts though i did notice you are wearing the uh pods in the key of springfield like t-shirt like and subscribe old-fashioned uncool real melvin yep available now on nick's red bubble page we'll put a link in the show notes mm. why not why not Maybe he won't be a one associated with this episode. I don't know. Uh, Jordan, what do you reckon about uh, the, the moments? Is there one that stood out to you for better or worse? Nothing that stands out, but let's just pick a random one. Is that Leon, mm-hmm. I kept looking at him going, it's sort of just like Barney with a shaved head. Yeah, kind of. And taller. But that it also looks like Kearney. Oh. Mm. So, like, I, I think we see Kearney. Like, yeah, Kearney's dad is, like, yeah. the ones that beat up Homer in the boxing one, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, true. But, like, Simpsons characters are almost like NFTs <laughs> in that 
Don't you give them ideas. <laughs> you just... Can you tell this podcast is recorded in 2022? <laughs> yeah. It's February 2022. Everyone fucking hates NFTs apart from 5% of the population that will try and convince you that they are awesome in the future. Mm. But yeah, it's like where you just need to like swap the hair and mm-hmm. it's a different character. Yeah. That'd be 400 Ethereum. Like, okay. Yeah. Anyway, that's not the one thing that stuck out, but like that's just something it did I... Stuck it out. I, I haven't heard the of... fan theory that yeah, Leon can Pawski is uh, Kearney's runaway dad, but yeah. yeah. Or that Kearney's dad and Barney are related somehow. Mm. Well, there's the popular theory that Barney is Nelson's dad. Mm-hmm. Yep. I can I'm see not that. a fan of that one. Actually, or Snake. Barney was uh, one of the original... <laughs> or Snake. Yeah, mm. yeah. They've got <laughs> the same vest. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gasp. <laughs> Take that, Simpsons theory. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, one of the early drafts of the script for this episode had Homer taking Barney to a rehab clinic. And then that's what kicked off the mental hospital thing. Oh, right. They saw Homer being Homer and thought, oh, yeah, this guy. This man is insane. He's yeah. crazy in the coconut. But yeah, they found the rehab angle too depressing. So, Sorry, of course, Beach. they did a mental ho- hospital. What, what does that mean? You're a nut. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, boy, I think, needs uh, therapy. This, I think this. Parrots are funny when they talk. Yeah. <laughs> Think of anything else that talks actually, uh, other uh, than record, a bird. Record, record, um, record. This I sort of I think I like this better because it was a joke about you know Burns being mad with power mm-hmm. and like wanting sort of uniformity in his workers and like oh we've got to weed out the sort of yeah the, even the, Marvin Monroe when he's got a ah oh, used to take months to assess someone's sanity now he's had this easy questionnaire yeah the Marvin yeah. Monroe take home yeah. So yeah, the, I think this will launch in one of my points about this episode is that when it's not the part of the episode that's just constantly praising Michael Jackson, it's also set in the mental hospital, which is not a wealth of joyous comedy. No. <laughs> no. Well, it's just, it's a ref like they want to do yeah, a, a Rain Man of, and a like a one for the Cuckoo's Nest reference, and that's it. Especially with Chief. I do like though. It's like, that's good. Yeah, I, I do especially like, hey, Chief, Hello. hey, well, it's about time someone reached out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> But I don't know, like, it's the idiot savant and then the agoraphobe, it's just material that, yeah, I, I was wasn't trying to think if that with. was like, like a parody of someone, because like, he seems like a very specific character with his, like, his bathrobe and he's got his glasses on the chain and stuff. Yeah, and I'm like, it was very specifically I was designed. wondering who, I because I couldn't, I, I mean, don't know enough about who the reference was. it's been a while since I watched Cuckoo's mm. Nest, maybe he's in that. Yeah, like... There's, I like kind of the concept around the joke that Homer just doesn't, doesn't get it. It's like, I couldn't leave the house. Why not? Was the door locked? Yeah. Was it yeah. raining outside? We were out of gas. Yeah. So that was good. But then, yeah, him going baby was, it just wasn't the right button for mm-hmm. it. I think this episode, when you dissect it as well, I think, I think you said it before, Jordan, it's just, it's not one of the best of the classic episodes, no. even without all the things surrounding it. Even the parts that we're going to step over, yeah, it's just kind of depressing. I mean, it's got heart for that, at least. There's a bit where Homer just says, uh, I've never told anyone this, but I'm really scared. It's like, that's, that cuts. Yeah. Um, with, yeah. Then, yeah, he does a parody of that song. Fuck, I can't remember ben? what it's called. <laughs> I was going to do a whole bit. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, but he's Sorry. BT on this show. B-T. Oh, wait, I revealed what the B stands for. You son of a... <laughs> 256 Yeah, it's B. As in B E E. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought it was just B E. Sorry, that's my mistake. <laughs> well, now they know. Oh, yeah. I was adding that extra E for mysticism. It can be I T. Is 
Where have we gone? <laughs> it actually stands right for here. Big T Callaway. I'm standing, yes. I'm standing uh, right in front of you. There's a bunch of treasure buried under him. <laughs> Damn straight. It's called my ass. Beached thing. And it's the right. thing of <laughs> I've been showing up in so many video games lately. It's fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, right. Really, yeah. Um, but, you know, then when they, they sing that song, and uh, who was that sung by? Because mm. that was um, not... Oh, yeah. So the whole thing <laughs> with oh, the... Yeah. So, I mean, that's another thing about this episode. It's almost like everything around it is way more interesting than the oh, actual yeah. episode itself. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, Michael Jackson, due to contractual obligations, had a hard time with this episode because he couldn't sing on it. Mm. Oh, I yeah. thought it was just he wanted to play a prank on his brothers. So he's like, no, I'll do the episode, but I'm not going to do any of the singing. I want you to get this sound alike guy to do it that's what he wanted the story to be that's what michael jackson put out in the press but no he was under contract with sony who yeah he literally couldn't sing for anyone else except their corporation so Mm. yeah through this tricky legal loophole he wasn't credited on the episode and then just to cover his ass he got kip lennon who is a LA session musician and often Michael Jackson impersonator, you know, when he wants to phone it in or something, he just gets old mate Kip Lennon to do it. Yeah, yeah. so Kip Lennon does all the singing for yeah. this and Michael Jackson does all the speaking and, yeah. roles. And Kip Lennon did a fantastic job. Very sentimental moment between him and Homer there. Yeah. yeah. I um, I'd heard as well as part of it, like Michael Jackson was like, I'm not going to do it until we do like a read of the episode. And uh, come to my house to, like, do it. And they're all sitting there. And Dan Castellanata was, like, half an hour late. Mm. And everyone else is just sitting there in, like, dead silence. <laughs> like, dreading what is going to happen. Yeah. Until he got there and they didn't. And whatever. I'm just like, could you fuck up more? Like, how mad <laughs> would you be if you were, like, Matt or James or, like, out? Like, you'd just be so the fucking pissed. Hour, just like you, you, Like, you are possibly the reason that you fuck this episode up. Yeah. Yeah. And again, this episode, everything around it, this was originally produced for the second season and it was meant to be the final episode, but they thought it would be stronger as a season opener instead. So yeah, this was a holdover episode as well for Mm. that. And so when you consider that, that they were only in their second season, yeah, Mm. they were the fucking biggest thing on TV at the time still. But yeah, The Simpsons Future, they weren't certain of it at this point. Actually, we were talking about like sort of continuity and like making big changes to it. So technically everything before Lisa is seven before this episode. Technically. And yeah. then she's eight forever after. Mm-hmm. You know what's interesting? Like because my brother, he fucking threw down and bought um, uh, the company One Up have made these like recreation cabinets. Like they're really truncated and like a lot smaller than the standard arcade cabinet. So they are, you know, affordable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he bought the Simpsons original arcade game. Uh, you know, four yeah, players, yeah. you know. And yeah, in that it's like Lisa fact sheet and yeah, Lisa's age in that is seven. And oh, really? interesting. yeah, this game was produced between season one and season two, I believe. Yeah. So yeah. So, it was canonically seven. That's interesting. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah, season one and two, Lisa is seven. So the time yeah. bubble hadn't kicked in yet. Oh. That's what we know. Mm. Fascinating. It's but, interesting though. I'd have heard they'd sold some of those like Polybius like cabinets and like they haven't had any ill effects or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, dude. You knew <laughs> you knew the yes. reference when it uh, came up in The Simpsons the other week. Oh, what? Really? Yeah, of course I did. Yeah. Oh, it was there. Right, um, cool. Bart was in like an abandoned mall or something yeah, and, and like they... there were a bunch of arcade cabinets. Yeah. You might remember a joke. It's like, oh God, I want another turn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, and there's, yeah, 
Yeah, that's the joke, Elliot. I call people nerds when they know things about things I already know. <laughs> right, <laughs> the right. One, the one who's got, yeah, the full seven D dice. Yeah, wearing it. a T-shirt with all seven dice on it represented by the planets and, you know, also went to the same music uh. school as you and therefore <laughs> calls you a nerd every time you bring up music theory. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> Who said this episode couldn't be joyous? <laughs> Wackiness! Uh, were there any it's wacky- when we don't have to talk about the episode. Yeah. yeah. I actually don't have any notes of wiggity whack. I mean, I get, like the fucking Springfield descending on a thing and getting overhyped and all that. Yeah, but, but that speaking happens. of yeah? wackiness in that there are some fucked faces in that crowd. <laughs> oh yeah. Holy shit. There's like a woman who's like coming out like a she's excited she comes out from behind someone else and I'm like, "Oh dear god, what has happened to you?" <laughs> like and there's like the completely off style like cartoony face of the little kid with like the curly hair and like just weird. Just Completely some horror weird. Shows. Yeah. <laughs> well, our friend, uh, The Real Jims, did an episode on Kill the Gator and Run mm-hmm. recently where um, he was talking about a particular deleted scene in that where they did a panning shot and there was an animation error where just everyone in that shot was still. Mm-hmm. Like, there were no, like, blinks or just, like, arm movements and it was a funeral scene. So, like, something as small as someone holding a tissue up to their face would have, like... But, yeah, it was so still and stuff and even though it had a pretty important plot point Mm -hmm. they removed it from the episode because it looked fucking awkward and dumb they didn't have the time to redo it so since then i have found myself like looking at crowd shots in animation and seeing what's still and this one like has some fucking freak faces oh yeah (laughs) god there's some so many bad ones and it's like oh that one's weird oh that one's really weird (laughs) and it's not like just in the background it's like Middle of the screen, like, yeah, anyway, yeah, that was very wacky. Uh, another wacky thing one of the security guards at the start of the episode who's sort of standing behind Homer in the mm. shadows while he's got like the single light bulb above his head, the badge on his yeah. shirt, which I guess is his name, just says Lank. <laughs> is he oh from Pennsylvania? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe. But yes, his name was just Lank. Lank. Which again, we couldn't decide between Lance or Frank, so we just, just split, split the, the difference. Look, <laughs> our son Lank. I'm already forty. Uh, yeah, like there isn't a lot of wackiness to go over this one. Like they didn't really use the cartoony sphere in anything. Mm. Well, like, they were going for heart. So yeah, how was that? Uh, everything around Lisa's birthday is sad and lovely. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's a shame of this episode mm. because Lisa's complaining in the episode that she gets shortchanged and then this episode gets removed. So once again, a fucking sweet Overlooked Lisa. Overlooked middle child. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. I feel bad for Yardley because I feel like, aside from everything, this is like almost an all-time Lisa moment Yeah, that's uh, now kind of scrubbed. Yeah, just her entire thing of just something that shows you care. And it is painfully, like, it might be ironic. I don't really know the definition anymore. <laughs> but, yeah. It's whatever you want it to mean. Irony is whatever you feel like now. Yeah, it's like literally. They changed the definition of literally to mm. mean also. Yeah. 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 Um, in terms of heart, though, the moment where Marge is calling the like incorrect diagnosis hotline or whatever, yep. and she just starts breaking down mm-hmm. like on the call, yeah, felt uh, really real and like, yeah, mm. like it just like all hit her then. Because mm-hmm. this is when 
they're actually still in love, I guess, and Homer isn't a <laughs> fucking monster. We just haven't tread so much jerk-ass Homer to really taint that relationship yet. Yeah, yeah, true, and it's uh, another Simpsons playlist of coincidental whole yeah, music. I was going to say, that's one of my playlist notes. I have uh, three playlist notes for this episode. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. I mean, We'll get to that later. <laughs> yeah, the heart with this episode. Man, I can't help it. The outside influence has just soured me on this one. Yeah. Well, like, again, you can remember that it's not that man singing. <laughs> I, I mean, at it least, but I know something. that Michael Jackson fucking wrote the song, yeah. you know? And his music is forever fucking tainted for me. I yeah. have not since played his music since watching Leaving Neverland. And when it comes on, when I'm in public, like... I cringe, like, mm. and it's like objectively, yeah, they're fucking good songs, and goddamn if they don't still fucking make a crowd move, and yeah. I'm glad for anyone that can put them out of their minds, but yeah, I hear those songs and just hear fucking, I fucking hear ne- leaving Neverland again, mm. and yeah. Mm. Anyway, goddamn, what a bummer. Yeah, because like, it's interesting, right? Because like he's obviously incredibly talented. Like there was a documentary made about him that was sort of released after he died, I think, uh, what, about like it? his like comeback to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember seeing that, and I'm like, this guy just has like an inherent understanding of music. And Lisa's your birthday is such a bland song, like <laughs> so it's sort of like it was just, like just crapped this out in like an afternoon, maybe less. Well, you also have to um, buy that it's been written by a ten year old. <laughs> Or at least co-authored by a 10-year-old. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, under the tutelage of... Well, under the tutelage of... Uh, what was his name again? Leon, Leon Kampowski. Leon Kampowski. Yeah. That was Hank, right? That must yeah, that sounded yeah. like Hank, yeah. That was Hank. And um, <laughs> even the Simpsons acknowledge in a later room, huh, that was weird that we let you stay up all night unsupervised with that guy. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Mm. How about that? Whoops. And <sighs> that's part of why I give... Al Jean credit in his accusation that maybe it was used to groom. Yeah, anyway, did really it feel like an episode of The Simpsons? Yeah. I mean, the parts that we're stepping over, if the rest of it, yeah, a bit of a weird one. It is a very wacky opening to be like Homer has a pink shirt, ends up in an insane asylum. But the fact that like it's explained as like mm. Bart just like it's yeah, given we'll enough have justification. An yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, I sort of want to know what the other questions were because you just sort of I, see glimpses of, of the last word of yeah. his question. Bothers me as well. I mean, of course, I guess you can take away that the joke is Dr. Marvin Monroe is you know, always the cheap TV psychiatrist mm-hmm. yeah. and stuff. And yeah, you can't define insanity on a 20 point question, but yeah. Yes, Incontinence is. isn't a measure of mental <laughs> facility. Like I do like how they bring it back later when they mention uh, Homer yeah. has bladder hostility. He's Dr. Phil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, not that bad. No. <laughs> no. Has a better voice too. God, um, actually, have you guys listened to, fuck, what's his name? Robert Evans? He used to write for Cracked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the got Behind the point. Bastards. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That episode on Dr. Phil is oh, illuminating. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I like the memes where they basically, they've cut Dr. Phil, where it's like, he's obviously quoting someone like, you told your mother, like, yeah. I want to kill you and like stuff. <laughs> They've cut it together to just make it sound like he's threatening you. Yeah. And, like, that so you good. are a bitch and I want to stab <laughs> you in the face. Yeah. yeah. So good. Yeah, anyway. Good uh, yes or no, would you watch this episode again? <laughs> That's a difficult question. Uh, uh, I might, but will I be able to? <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. yeah, it's the question of how comfortable are you with separating art from artist? And like, 
taking the episode just as an episode and if i could purge everything else in my brain yeah sure uh there's that everything else in my brain though that makes it mm. yeah no i gotta say when like i watched leaving neverland i gave it some time you know absorbed the thing and because yeah i watched it well after al Jean announced that they were pulling mm. it and then like i did watch it again and sort of yeah reframing it that way it's like huh this is just a big love-in on michael jackson and like yeah back when i was a fan and still learning his music enthusiastically i might have had a different opinion but Mm. yeah as it stands now i think there's just too much around it for it to be a comfortable watch like which i was gonna say it's like i know it's been in production for ages but like it's weird that they've gone ahead with the musical the michael jackson there's a michael jackson musical really yeah like a jukebox musical or sort of yeah sort of like and it leaves out all of that part yeah mm-hmm. but um is this the right time to be doing that i mm-hmm. don't know i don't think so probably not probably not yeah no i mean the michael jackson estate is just gonna ride the wave as long as they can and mm. the, the fact is it's just so ingrained as people aren't going to purge the music at this no, stage like whoever yeah. has you know quote unquote cancelled him now has but fucking yeah, true. there's not gonna be and the influence is unavoidable. Like, yeah. it's, it's sort of like you're in your camp now. Like, you yeah. sort of... Mm. Everyone's kind of settled on it. Yeah. They they stand like, whether and... you... Yeah. What you believe and what you don't. Like, that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's... Like I said, it's a tough yeah. one. Like, I, like just... I wouldn't get mad at anyone who went to that musical. I would be like, a, uh, you're going to go... I mean, I can... Well, I get it, but I'm not going to yell it at was anyone like, for well, it. was like... Yeah, I don't know. It's it's, it's a tough one to like. Mm. I I don't think we can sort of. You got to just make your own judgment about that. There's really yeah. been a couple of hours uncomfortable white guys. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> but you said you did have some playlists, regardless. I did. Uh, Marvin Monroe, obviously, he gets a few mentions. Um, yeah, the crazy hold music for the uh, you know ironic hold crazy. music. Yeah, like baby, come back. Yep. And we're gonna play this rarely heard extra long in Agata de Vida. So the Simpsons really love it. Agata de Vida. Yeah, it reminded me. I watched an interview with Larry King once. Mm-hmm. He used to be like a radio broadcaster, and um, one time he was broadcasting late at night. And he did a late night program, and someone called into the station. It was a woman saying like how much she loved his voice. It was like mm-hmm. really sexy or whatever. And you should come, like, mm-hmm. you know, come round to my house. And he's like. All right, special treat for you folks. <laughs> We're going to play like this uh, live Super version long. of this like song. It was like 30 minute long so he could like drive to the house. And wow. Well, actually and then, did. But well. yeah, and he did. Well, th- I mean, this is his story. Mm-hmm. So the truth of it, don't yeah, know. Maybe. But like, and he gets there and he gets to the house and the radio's playing and he's like, this woman is there and you know, they're sort of like kissing or whatever. And then he hears the record start skipping. <laughs> oh like, no. Like at the thing and he's like, <gasps> Like rush back because it's like a small radio station where it was like the only one there overnight. And so yeah, like a rush yeah. back. Like, to not the now, Larry to like, King's skillful hands are like, busy yeah, <laughs> to try and fix it. You've reminded me though with Larry King and one of the, I think probably the best joke in this episode when Homer goes to call home and on the phone at the mental asylum the speed dial mm. just has all the fucking popular talk shows of yeah, the time Donahue. It's, yeah donahue larry king oprah <laughs> uh, yeah expand on that yeah <laughs> yeah i i thought yeah, that was that such was, a good, was good angle because yeah those talk shows could be grossly exploitative like that uh, yeah bt what would you change <laughs> i know <laughs> Uh, time machine and switch voice actors. Um, 
Yeah, man. Uh, make with a laugh, laugh a little bit more, I suppose. It is going yeah. for more the heart, but yeah, that's my main note, really. I can't. I do like the Lisa through line more than I like anything else, just because it is about her being overlooked as a middle child, which my sister will complain about a lot. I disagree with her assessments of her life. <laughs> Marsha, uh, Marsha, Marsha. Hi, Beck, if you're listening. You're probably not. <laughs> Becky, um, it's your birthday. Um, yeah, oh, man, what a, what a present to you. Anybody called Lisa. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, not anymore. No. Um, no. I mean, it's not even a good song. I'm going to say it's not a great song. Damn. It's spicy. It's just well, the I mean, hottest it, of takes. It, it isn't. It's like two chords. A lot of good songs are two chords. No. A lot of good songs are four chords. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> that wasn't the only thing I really had. How um, about you, George? What would I, I change? I couldn't get around the what elephant in the room. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, I want there to be an exploration of sort of like... Homer's home life, I guess. It's yeah. sort of like brushed over very quickly. Like, I mean, and it is very funny to be like, wait, there really is a Bart? Oh yeah, my God. Yeah. Like, you know. It is a bit like, if that's what they pinned everything on, we should have spent longer with Bart as a paranoid projection of his mind rather than, yeah, you know, which mm. we don't really. We only get, you know, line I do like of the ink plot test and it's a uh, devil this fly open, correct? Mm-hmm. The thing is, you know, nothing's correct in the uh, raw yeah. shark yeah. test. Bunch of yeah, and then he says, you know, the boy. Eat it. Yeah. <laughs> I do like the button of, uh, they're going to eat it. <laughs> um, but yeah, they've suddenly got the, uh, the boy. The boy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and look, you could have done a thing about like bringing Bart in for like observation because like, there's that like Brooklyn Nine-Nine episode where all the like psychologists are really interested in Gina for like, oh my God, it's like pure id. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe a bit more of a sort of like flesh that part out of the episode and cut some of the more blatant uh, hero worship. Yeah. I think that's ultimately my point that, yeah, if this has to exist as it is with Michael Jackson and whatever, that... Yeah, it could definitely stand to lose a lot of that endless praising of him. Like, yeah, we know he's the fucking biggest pop star in the world at this time. We had the same complaint on the Gaga episode. Exactly, yeah. You know, yeah, it's that level of egregiousness. To be be entirely fair to this episode, which feels like a weird sentence, um, (laughs) it is undermined by the fact that it's not... Yeah. You know, it's uh, Krabowski, whatever his name is. Mm. Whereas in Gaga, it's Gaga, and they make sure you fucking know that. Yeah. And uh, also, the episode isn't written well. And is it's garbage. not funny. And there's no through line, and there's no sentimentality for Lisa, and they make the idea of Gaga smooching Marge funny and hot. No, it's fucking terrible, and I hate that moment. Uh, mm. I have issues. All right. that episode, and in general. Uh, final notes time. Jordan, why don't you kick it off? What you got? Sure. I've always loved the Lisa's poem, Meditations and Turning Eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The simple, I like, had a this... cold snowball. Yeah, yeah. With the second stanza opening with, I had a hamster. He died. He died. And Homer's like, immediately, no deal. Like, yeah. I'm out. Like, I can't <laughs> do this. Like, nope. Um, but knows what a lobotomy is. Yeah, I didn't like this. There wasn't a joke there. No. Like, I guess the joke they were going for was, well, there's probably a downside I'm failing to see, but mm. yeah, it it wasn't funny to me. Oh, Lisa says, as Leon's walking away, you're a credit to dementia. Yeah. That's, that's not what that is, but... Okay, <laughs> glad that wasn't just me. No, it was a bit of... Uh, no, and that's not what... Yeah. yeah, and my last note, mm. but nothing drives me more crazy than someone counting in and then it being one a completely different tempo, but then there being a gap between the start and like the end of their counting. So it's like one, two, I one, two, three, four. 
what? You only get away with that if you're the Ramones, but you're going that fast that the count of one, two, three, four doesn't matter anyway. Yeah. You're already going that fast. No, but it was something that bugged the fuck out of me in my old band because my lead singer, he, he'd count in by going one, two, three, four. And the songs would always be like, you know, speed mill. And it, it's what like. What are you counting? And I ha- literally had to teach him how to count in. So one, two, one, two, three, four. Like, Why, what you should have done as a band is just like played the song at the speed that he had started yeah. counting in. <laughs> Anyway, what I should have done was quit, which I did. BT, any other notes? There's a bit where, you know, Lisa wakes Bart up and he's like, what's going on? Oh, dad died. And she's like, no. Oh, what do you know? I'm actually relieved. Yeah, didn't mind that. Yep. And then he calls the Krusty hotline. It's just Krusty laughing. Oh, there's a playlist. Hotlines. I, I gotta say, like, he says, like, $2 for the first minute and 50 cents for every minute after yeah, that. Yeah, I thought it was the other which way I, around. And he wrapped I, it up within a minute. Yeah. Which, yeah, he, well, not even, like, but even by that standard, seems cheaper than mm-hmm. I would Born. expect <laughs> a paid hotline to be. Well, yeah, and it's weird, because I'm actually surprised that he, like, capped off the call, because I thought... I remembered the joke as he kept laughing, and that's when Marge busted in. Yeah. And Bart was listening to laughing the whole time. Mm. Mm. Anywho, bit of wackiness. Marge just has an entire drawer of hairspray. Uh, yeah, yep. that to me was a bit of a derpy joke. It's a bit of a derp, but this is such so early on. It's yeah. like, yeah, no, fair. And my last note is where Homer goes to sleep, and he says, he's like, dream talk. Mm. He's like, pancakes, football boobies the way he says boobies <laughs> does live in my head a bit because uh, i think i think that was used in a lot of soundboards and like mm, other mm. like material or like dolls that you could push the thumb and you know it would <laughs> say, say a word boobies. yeah boobies. <laughs> yeah sound activation on the clip of a bra that when you undo it goes boobies, boobies. <laughs> they should bring back the fucking sound activated bras yeah let you know when you did it right <laughs> yeah for in- the blind yeah. <laughs> now it's booby time. <laughs> I did a thought bubble of maybe the, the baby. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it's the heat in this room or the uh, dreary nature of the past two hours, but <laughs> booby time is very funny to me right now. Yeah. When uh, Bart in the opening scene as well, I like that he's like, oh, wait until you get to be 10, you know, candy doesn't taste as good, your Neat. legs start going. Yeah. All very relatable stuff. Mm-hmm. I still think... Leon teaching Homer the moonwalk is still a very cute joke. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, Homer's like, huh, am I doing it? Oh. And he goes forward and Leon goes backwards. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the itchy and scratchy in this. This is an example where Mm. I can point to, okay, this is what the other one did wrong. Yeah. Is that, yeah, it was the present and then the capper was scratchy's head flew off and then landed on the party hat Mm. the final joke had something to do with the start of the uh, gag which was also wrapping into a theme of the episode yeah that's how you do it bet he really appreciated that present before he was blown up yep Mm -hmm. (laughs) michael jackson's four dates to the grammys isn't personal information this isn't it's general trivia at best a 10 year old knows it yeah exactly Another derpy joke in this episode. Oh, Homer, whatever medication they got you on, cut the dose. To me, that was just so such, 90s. Yeah, so yeah. 90s humour. Um, I did like Mayor Quimby's speech with the whole, this is the biggest celebrity coming to Springfield since the Dalai Lama, and so therefore the Dalai Lama Expressway will now yeah. be called the Michael Jackson yeah. Expressway. 
And my final note is a little bit more trivia. Hmm. There was a script written for a sequel to this episode. Oh, yeah. I think I'd heard about this somewhere. Instead of Mark Jackson at the starring in the starring star role was Prince. Oh. And Prince refused and he didn't like the script. Mm-hmm. And apparently Prince's chauffeur wrote a script that they sent back to the Simpsons that they rejected. And Prince said, it's either this script or I don't do it. And the project was abandoned. Wow, when, back in the era was when they that? rejected I'm just curious. Well, the original script was polished by Conan, like, so probably but pre-season like five. after, mm. okay. Not many. But, so I was about yeah. to say, because if it was like 2011 yep. or something, it'd be like, no, I wouldn't no. either, because you guys have lost the plot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, even for the time, it was an ambitious get. I mean, mm. Prince was right in the height of his formerly known as stage, so... Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, bit of fun trivia. Hmm. It's time to rank this thing. Uh, is anyone chambered? Always. Yeah. Bronze. Yeah. Look, it's got its complications that are difficult to ignore, and it might get a higher rank if you're able to ignore those things. Ultimately, it's a little bit empty. I do like the Lisa stuff, but there's just kind of a lack of jokes, and the heart's kind of nice there, but ultimately, there's just not terribly much. And, you know, as much as I, I did kind of try to view this as a product, not, you know, with the production behind it. I just can't entirely ignore that, and it it, it feels a bit icky. Mm. Jordan, do you want a second or? Yeah, no, no, no. I um, yeah, I was sort of wavering between like silver and bronze, but I think about it, and it's like about a quarter of the episode is pretty good, and the rest is sort of just it's a bit waffly, or it's just a bit sappy or saccharine, and mm. yeah, I think a bronze is probably about. Yeah. I was in that brilliant where I sit, originally. yeah, because it's like silver is a difficult one in in the best of times, anyway, but like. Mm. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Um, participant. Um, you know, you mentioned the Lady Gaga episode and that sort of got me thinking, yeah, because I don't have that much reverence for her personally, like the flaws of that episode were that much more apparent. Mm. I don't know of any Gaga stands, you know, coming to defend that episode and actually going, yeah, it's actually quite good, you know. Mm. And I could imagine Michael Jackson fans would come to defend this episode. It's just... Yeah, I can't, and the issues just bubble to the surface that much more, and yeah, I want to push it over because there are some good elements and mm. certainly things that live with me over the years, but I can't ignore it. It's uh, not sitting well with me anymore, so it's yeah. a participant. Nope, fair. All right, and that'll equal a dull bronze, and no surprises there, it is the only episode from Season 3 to score that rank. <laughs> There's only one other classic era episode that got a dull bronze, and that was Homer's Odyssey from season one. Oh, the mm. one where he almost kills himself. Yeah. <laughs> that that laugher. Yeah. All right. Well, that about does it for the Simpsons Index mm. for this week. Thank you to the Wasteland Band for going on this uh, very awkward journey with me. Getting the band back together for no, dirty episodes that Utter no filth. one else wants to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When you got the dirty jobs, you know who to call. Mike Rowe. Mike Rowe. Yeah. Fuck. You got me. I yeah, never mind. <laughs> No, apparently you don't. Apparently he's a bit of a dickhead. Oh, for fuck's sake. Everyone's a dickhead. No, no, no. That's like, <laughs> like, I think there's a couple of... It's like, if it ever turned out that, like, Patrick Stewart mm. or Tom Hanks was, like, awful, awful in evil, yeah. Yeah. It, I'd just be like, fuck, there's nothing left. <laughs> there's nothing good in this world. Like, just burn it. Like, who gives a shit anymore? But there is, you know. We've still got Tom Hanks and Patrick Stewart and Soraya McKellen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hopefully. Oh, sorry. Sir Patrick Stewart. Sir Tom Hanks? No. no I think he's, he's American. Not I don't know if he'd be... He should be knighted, though. Yeah. Yeah, well, America needs to come up with a knighting system. Mm. Maybe Hugh Jackman as well. 
He seems just he like seems just nice. like a nice guy. <laughs> yeah. You know? I haven't heard any controversy. Maybe though no. I've not really been paying attention. All right. That about does it for the Simpsons Index for this week. Thank you for sticking with us on the journey. Uh, we've got some great cartoons coming up <laughs> next week, I swear it. Uh, BT, what are we doing over at Patreon? At patreon.com slash sidequeststudios, you can find all of our stuff. That includes the Game of Thrones podcast, Thrones of Game, where we watch the entire series backwards, and also our scripted podcast, Pulp Fury Radio. If you want a bit of fiction in your podcasting and want to try, you know, some, some pulpy stories in a variety of genres, a bit of anthology series, you can check that out. You can also catch them on any podcatcher, because we like uh, providing things to you for free. But if you're, like, cool, mm-hmm. uh, you can get onto Patreon and support us. So, yeah, for a small donation every month, you get a free podcast every week. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're doing lots of Simpsons content, DVD and extras, where we review the DVD bonus features, except when he's not, when BT reviews all the episodes that he's missed on the index over the years. Including the terrible ones. Including the terrible ones. And some good ones. Mm -hmm. Sucks to be you. (laughs) Oh, doesn't it ever. Actually, on the next except when he's not, uh, he's reviewing Brushed with Greatness, which, yeah, me, you and Danny absolutely loved. Aw, God, I love that episode. Marge <laughs> yeah. is the best. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's only all. Marge. So yeah, all your donations. We'll net you some bonus podcasts. Mm-hmm. And we'll also go towards helping us keep the lights on at SideQuest Studios and help us fund our current project that's in production, mm-hmm. Working Class Wizard Season 1. Yeah, full season and we're paying our actors. And uh, it's all out of pocket and from donations of lovely people like you. We are being those, you know, good people in the world who pay artists for their work. Exactly. Pay your actors, people. Exactly. All right, guys, let's get out of here. Thank you, Jordan. Hey, you're welcome. I just do it for the exposure. <laughs> do you want to plug your social media? What social media? Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you want to plug for your... For all intents and purposes, I do not exist. Please don't even do you perceive me. plug your WoW guild? I don't know. Uh, no. Oh, actually, yeah. Sort of maybe looking for, uh, you know, like maybe an Ellie Shaman coming up in the next phase. Uh, let's see. Yeah, you can get in touch with Ellie and he'll pass on my details. Yeah. <laughs> Will do. BT, thank you as always. Uh, hoi, hoi. And I've been your host, Elliot J. Neal. That's all the mustard in the house. Thank you for listening to the Simpsons Index podcast, which is also an online spreadsheet available at thesimpsonsindex.com. You can chat to us online at facebook.com slash thesimpsonsindex or at simpsonsindex on Twitter and Instagram. And now please stay tuned for the bonus scenes. I, I, I have no witty out. Wait, I do. Uh, private dryness. <laughs> private. Stand to attention, <laughs> Private Dryness. <laughs> Can't, I'm too dry. <laughs> so dry. And we are back, and we just watched our classic era episode. 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 Yeah, really, Governor. <laughs> this is yeah. the one where we do it all in Kiwi accents. Yeah. No, genuine Australian accents. What was in The Simpsons versus Australia? <laughs> Remember? Chili Wilkes, it's awful. Yes. That's definitely yeah. making it in the deleted scenes. <laughs> uh, you guys had covered that. You covered that too. I still think the we moonwalk... covered that? Yes. I covered. I do. I'm very jealous. <laughs> Just like my neighbor's wife. <laughs> hey. hey. Oh. Um, really? Let's see. I never got the whole fucking 4-4 and 2-2 thing. Like, 2-2 was shortly just... Fo- Fuck it. Anyway, <laughs> it's more for chance, you know. Where you just you're really dealing more with minimums, uh, minim, minimums, minimums, minimums. minimums. minimums.
bunch of. That's another you see what I'm weird dealing word. with, people at home. These bunch of freaking nerds. You've got a lot of nerve, Beach. <laughs> God, let me tell you. God damn right, I do. Now I'm just imagining an Eminem. Minim, 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 minim. <laughs> minim. Good. Yeah. Let them eating M and M's at the same time. <laughs> oh, I watched um as good as it gets a couple of weeks ago again. Jack Nicholson mm-hmm. and yeah, Diane and, Keaton? Uh, no, 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 no. Helen Hunt. Helen Hunt. Helen Hunt. Like, that's there was something's got to give. period where Helen Hunt was just in everything for mm. some reason. And good. Yeah. Good. No, she was good Hunt, at it. It was amazing. just weird. Like, just, just out of nowhere, just yeah. got like six film so roles. So fucking good. <laughs> also, Twister, I don't care. I love that movie. Oh, so wow. good. I think that's gotten into like... <laughs> the so bad it's good range. Yeah, like definitely yeah. cult oh, status. Who it's... Ca- like it's fun. Like it's bad. Like, you know, Cariel gets like fucking sucked up by a tornado yeah. and... They save themselves by tying their in belt it. around a It's pipe. great. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> the point being is that, huh, that's her voice sounds really familiar. I'm like, oh, it's Yardley Smith. Yardley Smith is in that. Yeah, like, yeah. she's really um, she's in mm-hmm. Twister. No, no. Oh, in, as good as it as gets. Good as it gets. Yeah, she's like Greg Kinnear's sort of like publicist friend, I think, mm-hmm. or, or something like that. Oh, yeah. But yeah, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, you can hear the Lisa coming out now. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 because yeah, yeah, it's almost her natural voice. Yeah, so <laughs> pretty much. There's no hiding it. Yeah, yeah. You guys know me. I have met you before. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know the kind of stuff you're gonna get when you ask me to just sort of like talk about things so my thoughts turn to when in the really gross animal abuse scene of homer strangling a panda car uh, cub yeah. like its butt uh the parent panda comes mm-hmm. up behind him and starts strangling him yeah and i was thinking about when homer dressed up in a panda suit and got <laughs> fucked by another panda yeah and i was thinking about do you think the panda like, like choked can... him during sex as well and like then he's actually getting a boner <laughs> from getting choked by the panda you're right we're not the right people to be reviewing this episode because <laughs> i was like my mind was wandering at that yeah. point and i'm like that's fair enough he Did might have homer... been in this this is probably the second time he's been taken yeah. from behind by a panda Did homer <laughs> engage in erotic asphyxiation with a panda mm. yeah i wonder i wonder I wonder if he's like bringing back fond memories for him. Um, 